Hello, everyone. Welcome to episode two of Last Call for Adventure. We got a bunch of business to go through here, so that's why Bronze isn't starting off. But Bronze, hope you're doing well this morning. Hope everything's good. I'm being nice to our DM because we might get into a fight today for the first time, so I have to, <laughs> I have to be careful here uh, before, <laughs> before all that happens. Uh, just some things to run through, though, before we get started. Uh, we've now been a thing for a week, and the first week was, uh, I think, incredible. Me and Bronze were both blown away, not only by all of the support through all the different channels that we have, uh, but also I think Bronze kind of had this conversation the other day that people were just incredibly nice, like it was the most positive uh, we've we've seen and kind of things that we've launched together. So a uh, huge shout out to everyone uh, for all the support. Um, we're close to 6,000 subs on YouTube. We cleared 12,000 views on the episode one VOD. Uh, we have a ton of new people grabbing the MP3 and discovering the show. Absolutely massive, massive amount of support on Patreon so far. Uh, we're just getting started over on TikTok. We've got our uh, YouTube videos as well, if you want to see any of that short-form content. And our Discord is constantly uh, adding new members. I think it just went like public this morning, so you can search it now uh, within the Discord public ranks uh, and we just crossed over like 1500 members in that so everyone's uh supporting in all the ways possible and we really do appreciate that we have a couple uh quick changes and updates for you guys uh right now if you're watching on twitch live our extension uh is working and uh you can interact with it you can find all of our character sheets and, and should be up and running so you can now let us know all the small things that we miss be careful about reading the bio, at least on mine. It does have some character spoilers, I suppose. Uh, I don't know if anyone else has any of that stuff written, but you can go view it all now, I, I think. Um, we're eventually going to be adding that to the website for offline folks, so don't be worried about that. Uh, Barry will be monitoring pretty much every chat uh, for feedback and issues with that. Uh, we are aware that at the moment the core stats are uh, missing, but you can find those on the overlay once we swap over to that. Uh, our credit system is also finished. We'll be utilizing that today at the end of the episode. Um, that's for all of our patrons at the sellsword tier or higher. A uh, huge shout out to Barry for getting both of those up and running uh, after only a week. Uh, it's, it's awesome to see all that, and I know uh, you guys are going to enjoy it. We'll soon have the ability to change uh, the publicly displayed name right now in the credits. Uh, at the moment, it's just first name. We didn't include any last names or username from Patreon, whatever you signed up with. Uh, there'll be a post on the Patreon blog once all that's done with instructions on how to change it. For our podca uh, podcast listeners out there, uh, we're now available on all major podcast platforms, iTunes, Spotify, Google Podcast, anything else you guys use. I think there's also just an RSS you can add to whatever you want, uh, but we are going to be changing the timing of the MP3 being released. Uh, for patrons, nothing's going to change. The podcast will be live later today on Patreon alongside the VOD for episode two, uh, both completely ad-free for the general public. The MP3 will be live later today as well, however, with ads. It'll be a 24-hour lead time before the VOD tomorrow over on YouTube, so if you want to go and add it now to your feeds, you can listen later tonight once that gets released. I think that's it. I think I'm out of breath. Bronze, you ready to play? Are we good? Is it time to see yes, if uh, we so, can break roll 20? I'm so happy that you tanked that because I wasn't, there's no way I was going to be able to remember any of that. Oh, yeah. No, I, I have a, I had a list. I had to list it all out. <laughs> there's a lot of stuff changing week to week. So we're good. All right. Um, Let's. And Max is done. He said, fuck this show. He said, I'm out. <laughs> He's out. He's fucking out. Yeah. 
Yeah. <laughs> Let's go around the table and uh, just remind everyone of who we're playing. Um, race, class, and and um, pronouns are great because I realized a lot of people were super confused about that, and I totally get it. Sure. Uh, so we'll start with you, Jesse, and just go in counterclockwise. <laughs> okay. Uh, hi. I'm a tortle, and uh, I'm old, and the, I'm going to say, manliest portal there ever was. And Wait, sexy. Is this character description, or is sexiest, this like what you want to be, Jesse? Like what's- Manliest, <laughs> most flirtatious, and some like might say- Nice rubs on my mossy beard, and I'm yeah, single. Best cooked. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and and ladies- He's 600 years old and single. So that's experience. All I'm saying. Um, Yeah, no, he's an old turtle. And he uh, is the nicest, sweetest, kindest boy there ever was. Who will kill you uh, in the right circumstances. But we'll find that out together. On this great adventure we're on. I love that. Is that what you wanted? What do you want from me? What do you want me to say? (laughs) No, I I liked it. That's yeah, fine. I what do you want, it. Franz? What do you want me to say? What do you like? Help me I feel help like me. I have. I I mean, if you had told people your class, that would have been nice. Oh yeah, but I am. This a... dating profile was good too. <laughs> sorry, sorry. I'm a tortle barbarian, and I fight guys with my giant axe. And I am a tortle, but I'm covered in moss, and my beard is like a little mossy beard. It's not actually a beard. I'm just dirty. There you go. <laughs> I like. Okay, what else do you want? I don't know. The two pieces of information I asked for. All right. Give you half of show it. Us That's all you get. Yeah. Yeah. I get the race. That's it. <laughs> all right, JP, take it away. Sure. Show uh, how it's done. Oh, God. I don't know if it's how it's done. No I'm just reading for my character sheet here. Uh, I am a changeling bard named Dove Shell. Uh, that is at least the, the name I'm presenting uh, at the moment. Uh, pronouns are they, them. Um, in terms of what the character looks like at the moment, uh, it's a slimmer form compared to most turtles. Uh, I have small, like, tiny mushrooms growing uh, in between the cracks of my shell. Uh, a longer neck than most, and it protrudes like out instead of up, so it looks a little awkward. Um, both eyes are completely white, cloudy, uh, very awkward looking uh, compared to most turtles, if, especially compared to uh, Red Jasper, who's usually always right next to my side. Um, on my other side, I have a satchel. It's got a dagger, uh, the hilt of a rapier, a flute, uh, some clothes, papers are sticking out. And I think that's about all i'm gonna say for now yeah that's good you can read the rest of my bio on the extension if you want to spoil yourself (laughs) uh mac that's me that's my name um i play a goblin uh who's a warlock named blibble um blibble slightly taller than normal goblins um just by a few inches he's very proud of that uh younger goblin a little bit kind of uh cocky bright but little naive um dropped out of basically mage school or you know magic in general arcane however we we're we're calling it for him um he's sporting kind of like tattered slightly burned 
singed um, uniform that he had from the school, fashioned in a different way now, kind of mixed in with leather armor. Um, he's uh, mostly buzzed all over, got it like kind of tied up up the middle knots and dreads that go back. Um, one chunk out of one of his uh, pointy ears, got light green skin, likes walks on the beach. Uh, you know, the rest will figure that out. Um, oh, yeah, JP, I wanted to ask, since people in the Discord were confused, uh -huh. um, like, is Dove non-binary, by chance? or uh, I f Dove kind of just fits the situation. Like, they don't necessarily, mm. they just, they exist, <laughs> right? They, they try not to <laughs> ruffle any feathers and just move forward, so. So, like, any pronouns? Yeah, pretty much anything. Does this seem to be, like, a big, like, I noticed this was a recurring question in the Discord, is people were like, like what is dove and we've never seen any of the characters refer to them as like any gender so yeah I'm like curious I, if dove cares i think it depends on the skin that they're currently occupying which is a really awkward gotcha. sentence to say but mm -hmm. <laughs> it fits it fits the character that it depends on the skin they're currently <laughs> occupying yeah. forget, yeah, forget like some hannibal lecter uh, situation <laughs> yeah. a little bit a little yeah. bit yeah and tell us about elegy uh, yes, so I play a Kenku druid, uh, and a Kenku is kind of like a raven-looking humanoid thing without wings. And um, my character is more like they're trying to be a healer for the people in this universe that Bronze has created, where there's kind of like, um, I mean, like with any, any, any system there's always the downtrodden and the people who um can't can't always get the help that they need and so my character likes to use their gifts to heal others don't know how we got wrapped up with this whole group because <laughs> the motivations are are wide-ranging <laughs> so we're gonna go on this adventure and um uh pronounce uh she her for elegy so where we last left off our group has left the town of Lufton and successfully embarked on well some of theirs hopefully first successful guild commissioned mission this is elegy's first mission in some time and Elegy, as you look out on the horizon, uh, Sable's words kind of drift through your mind. A strange, awkward, cooing pigeon Aarakocra with some clerical abilities uh, who expressed interest in you, but also was trying to sort of push you towards obtaining a higher star rating, ranking so that you would be able to potentially vote within the guild if you were to attain a higher position. Pursuing upward movement would allow you to make some of the systemic changes um, you had expressed interest in before, but you look around and regard the rest of the group. Blibble, who had slept on your floor only the night before, a strange goblin you're unsure if he can read the contract he proposed to you, acquired through nefarious, underhanded means. From one Starla, 
who always gets her 15%, despite doing nothing more than handing off this contract to someone desperate enough to take it. Your eyes kind of drift across Dove Shale's shell. Um, and I think for a moment, you see a sharpness in the eyes that betrays more going on inside their head than they let on. A stark contrast to Red Jasper, who is gazing out across the same scenery you all are, with no thoughts, head empty, most likely. <laughs> <laughs> the badge is still in your hand that you had to present to the guards when you left the town. The symbol of the Floristic League, the official name for the Botanist's Guild. It consists of a sprig with three branches. Give me a history check, if you would, Elegy. Okay. Mm. Nice. 18, very good. Yeah, you would know with an 18 that this sprig with three branches, each branch represents a different facet of what being a member of the guild is meant to mean, I guess. One represents discipline and dedication to the pursuit of botanical knowledge. The second branch represents balance, understanding the give and take of nature and that one is not sustainable without the other. Growth unchecked can be just as harmful as harvest unchecked. And then the last branch, that hoarding the bounties of nature for oneself lacks nobility and inevitably leads to the merciless reaping of nature. This is kind of a, a sort of, this sits in your mind as you like leave behind the bustling city and you're now in regarding like the sort of natural wilds. The morning is brisk. There's a gentle breeze that has that bite of the rapidly approaching winter. The leaves drift lazily in the wind and they scuttle on the dirt path before you in sort of a soothing sound and what would be the unnerving stillness since you left behind the humdrum of an overpopulated city. Rolling out before you, before all of you, is a sea of red and yellow trees rapidly shedding their clothing despite the cold. The sky is cloudy and punctuated <laughs> by Marin's voice her large elephant head and her large innocent eyes that kind of always seem like they're just on the verge of crying. They, they're like very moist, tugging awkwardly at the sort of scarf she has tied around her ears and a large bow underneath her chin. And she says, it looks like the stud is staying in bed today. She looks up at the pale yellow glow behind the sort of thick cover of clouds. And then she looks left and right in a fork in the road and begins unrolling a map. What do you all do? Is she I think, hiding the map or like? Is no, it she has it rolled out like in front of her. Okay. I mean, I look over her shoulder just to see if it's a map of the region. Mm hmm. You, she's like kind of sitting on the floor the way a toddler does, like without very any ceremony. Her legs kind of splayed wide and the piece of paper, um, like laid out before her. And as you're looking over her shoulder, she takes out another map and lays it on top of the first one. Give me a survival check. 
All right. A seven. You have no clue what area this is a map of. And indeed, her <laughs> scrawlings seem very personal to her. Okay. She has like a bit of her own cipher with her own kind of like um, shorthand for notating things. You do realize these maps were made by her by hand. Like she, she did do, the, do them herself. Um, you're not sure how accurate they are, but she is a two-star member of a cartography guild. So you assume she has some adeptness. That or people liked her enough to keep promoting her. <laughs> okay. I just, I continue to try to glean what I can from the map then. Just quietly wait for her to say something or think Blibble is going to speak as well. So, she likes you know where chain. we're going, right? That's why you're here. Like looking up at the, you know, like up at, at the map, like curiously, like, we're good, right? Um... Well, sort of, you know, some paths are safe in some seasons. So it's less about finding a direct line to where we're going and more about finding the path of least resistance. Oh, which path is that? What do you think, Dev? She, she looks up at you since you've been looking over her shoulder. Uh, I'm, I'm surprised when... Uh, I th you know this area, but by the looks of it, will Red will trust her? We don't need any maps. Come on, follow me. I know where to go. I'm already walking. <laughs> I'm going to... Um, he sounds confident, and I'm going to be honest, that's, that's the fastest I've heard him talk, so I believe him. I, I don't know <laughs> if this is the wisest decision, but... Oh, well, <laughs> I just kind of started. Yeah, I'm, you're so slow. I'm, I'm about six steps ahead of you. <laughs> <laughs> Only six steps. Yeah, as you like start moving forward, um, you notice that like Marin is still pouring over the map, and then she kind of is like, "Dav, I don't think we should go that way." And why is that? Um, it's definitely the wrong direction. They're going east. We need to go west. Is Red like 10 steps away from us now? <laughs> Still in earshot? Yeah, I, I've moved two steps. Red, are you sure that's the correct way? They're saying the opposite direction is where we should be well, headed. Well, well. It's definitely this way. I remember that. Red, what'd you have for breakfast this morning? Do you remember? I don't remember. Okay. <laughs> I'll collect him. Uh, <laughs> I'm losing my confidence, honestly. <laughs> I feel like Wait, I was misplaced. I don't understand. Eventually, west becomes east. We'd get there. If we, we went around there, the world... Back to you, Marin. Where, where are we supposed to go? At this point, she actually tries to confer with you, Elegy, the other ranking member of the party. And she says, um, well, this is where our mission is, Nizan Valley. And she points to something that is a bit further west of what looks to be a little mark representing the city. 
And then she says, we could cut through the Sahali woods. I think it's safe this time of year. What do you think? <clears throat> uh, I'm not familiar with this area, but is there another path around the woods that you would feel more confident with? Well, we could go by the creek. If we follow the creek, it goes all the way to the valley. But sometimes this time of year, it's really treacherous because it's not frozen through yet. So, well, and I'm a big girl. I could fall. And what dangers await us in the woods, to your knowledge? Mm, wild animals. Maybe wild animals. <laughs> she just kind of <laughs> like shakes her head twice. Um, so or we get to, lost. Uh, I thought that you had a map. How accurate is your map? Well, the woods aren't charted on my map. The piece in front of it is charted, and the pieces after it are charted. And I have a path marked, so I suppose if we stick to the path, there's nothing that can go wrong. That's not true. There's so much no... that can go wrong. Like I, what? I agree with Blibble. If there's no, there's no guarantee that the path that you have marked is actually still there. The woods can change very much. Perhaps we should try to follow a path which we are more confident in even if it is more treacherous. Hmm. Okay. Uh, you're right. The creek is a better option anyway because it goes around the outskirt of the woods. Yeah, I don't, I don't really, I don't know about you guys, but I'm not really interested in getting lost in some woods. Um. Oh. What we I, have would, Red, uh, and Red knows everything about the woods. I love getting lost in the woods. <laughs> what was the name of the woods it again? Happens it was, uh, frequently. Sahali. Can I, would Blivel know anything about those woods? Um, can I do like a check just to see? Yeah, of course. Um, yeah, give me a survival check. Okay. To see if you're like familiar with the area. Or you could do history if you paid attention in class. I'm not going to do history because that is intelligence based and <laughs> I am not yeah. great at that. So with a 13, um, you know that it's actually fairly well traversed. Um, there are a couple of, of routes that go through the woods. You know, people go there pretty regularly to gather like very simple, low value reagents because it is the closest sort of forest to the town. Um, you also know there's quite a few like caravans that move through the area. So the path is like a little bit more well-trodden and you'd be more likely to run into people there versus the sort of ice road that uh, Marin proposed is something that you think is probably unique to cartographers. Um, so with a 13, you wouldn't be familiar with that road, but you would know that someone who studied it extensively like her probably it's like sort of a cartographer's trick and it's probably a little bit faster. Yeah. Even if a little bit more dangerous. I think we go with Marin's 
pass. If she knows it's good, I mean, the other way, we're going to run into more people. And uh, I don't know about you guys, but on these missions, I like to lay low. I know we're just getting plants, but they're valuable plants. And the less people that know what we're doing, the less we're going to get uh, people interested in taking them from us. That's what I say. Plus, we defend ourselves against what's in the forest. But, but, blibble. All plants are valuable. Oh, I mean, yeah, yeah, of course, of course they are. I mean, Blibble's not trying to say that, that, that plants are. I mean, look at that one right there. That's, what is that? Tell me what that is, Jasper. With the red leaves. Oh, that's poison ivy. <laughs> oh. Isn't that bad? That's the stuff that makes you all itchy. What? What makes you itchy, right? Yes, but sometimes the best part of an itch is the scratch. Do you get itchy, or is it like you're just immune to it? Because, like, you know, hard shell? How does that... Oh, oh, yeah. I get itchy all the time. That's what the axe is for. And he, like, rubs it on his back a little bit. Right. Perfect. Um, so let's go with Marin's plan then, uh, on her path, and we'll respect all the plants unless they try to kill us, in which case then we won't. That's fair, Jasper. Well, we probably were intruding on their plant picnic. But if we're all creatures, you know, of this plane of existence, like we they, they if they attack us and we're not inherently like fighting and, and disturbing them wouldn't they be the, the dicks in this scenario and we do have license then to kill them well shouldn't you try to talk it out first well you you talk it out obviously but it's negotiation let's go can we just go <laughs> let's keep let's keep it going Marin rolls up her map and begins leading you down the road to the west uh, the path is a little uneven but it's very well trodden and as you walk for some time, you come across a sort of like um, open cart, very large open cart with a large woolly beast with cloven hooves and incredibly large curved tusks kind of like pawing impatiently at the ground. As you approach, the beast lets out a big low grumble and from behind the cart out pops a very small gnome that was completely obfuscated by this large beast's form. Um, she kind of like hops over to you with like a, a piece of like wheat sticking out of one side of her mouth, like very eagerly patting the beast about the haunches and skipping over. Um, she like curtsies very low to you, Elegy. And then she says, I was sent by Sable to ensure that you have, um, free transport for your mission. My name is Molly. Greetings, Molly. Um, you are the transport that she mentioned to me. Uh, will this cart fit everybody? Or is it just, yes. how big is it? It's, It'll fit everybody. It's pretty, oh. Yeah, it's pretty massive. Wow. And so is the beast. It is about like almost mammoth sized, although it has like a pig snout and a very sloping forehead. So it doesn't look similar to a mammoth, although it, it is of the same like sort of heft. Okay. Do would they have some kind of identification uh, for yeah 
for sure. Um, yeah, you, like she. I'm trying to think, it would be in the painting on the cart. It has like the sort of striping and um, what is it called, barding that you know that you know is like familiar with Sable's father's company. Okay. Uh, so to the rest of the group, I um, motion to the cart and I say, um, my friend Sable, her father owns this company. They offered their services in order for our trip to be a bit easier. Should we, do you feel like walking or shall we trade to take this uh, transport? <laughs> Why wouldn't we? Well, well, well I mean, it left. I mean, I'm not saying I said it's, you know, does anybody else have an opinion? But why, also, why wouldn't we? I, it is an odd question. Does the animal that's uh, the present, does it look happy? <laughs> Can I sense that? <laughs> you just have to ruin it. Yeah. Gotta ask Wait, if it's yeah. happy. Well, I, only because I know Red check. is going to consider if the beast is happy or not. To yeah, actually, this like wouldn't be animal thing. handling. Give me a wis- uh, wisdom insight check. Uh, oh, man, I wish it was animal handling. Actually, they're both <laughs> the same. It doesn't matter. A 13. Yeah, it looks as you like sort of <laughs> I have to ask, are you looking at its well-being? Or are you like looking into its eyes? Like it's so... <laughs> Oh, I think I'm doing the eye check. Yeah, we're doing the the soul check. (laughs) Is this what you want to do with your life? (laughs) Yeah. You do notice the eyes are like bright. Um, They're amber colored rings set in like almost like deep onyx eyes. And um, they dart around you like very quickly, very actively, kind of belaying that this creature has like a lot of energy, Mm. probably well taken care of, but also like very curious about you. And as you approach it uh, or look into its eyes, like it's like kind of pig nose kind of snuffles at you, like taking in all of your sense and almost immediately clocking that you are not a turtle. Like you see this like understanding almost immediately as it like breathes in deep, snuffling in your smells and then like huffing them back out through its mouth. All right. I, I like offer a, a soothing uh, snout rub, <laughs> I guess. And, and motion mm-hmm. towards uh, towards Red. Seems happy. I th- think we should take it, Red. I know how you are with these things. True, but this one does look awfully fast. What's wrong with For that? For the record, audience, it does not look fast. <laughs> it looks... Four legs was a little too fast for my taste. But I mean, it put you on, you know, if you just go like forward, boom, four legs. So what are we even talking about here? (laughs) Let's use the transport. Why are we still talking about this? These are hands, not legs. But you put them on the ground and then boom. Check this out. Look at me. Ready? A little like backs up for a second. Like. (laughs) Bam! <laughs> Red just like ponders you for a minute. He's just like, <laughs> "You must be very fast." Well, yeah, you know, I like to think I can be pretty fast when I need to be, but I don't need to be right now because we got these guys. 
this thing. This. Oh, all right. I'll give. I'll give it a. I'll give it a try. All right, let's go. Bilbo doesn't waste any time. He just like grabs his stuff and like regards uh, the the caretaker. Like, thank you very much for uh, bringing this here. I appreciate it. And of course, thank you, LT, with your friends. It's very nice. You, when you, I have to ask, with the hand flourishes that you're doing on your own person, Max, does Blibble also do the hand flourishes? Okay, great. Okay. Because yeah. I was, I was adding him into my mental image, but I just wanted to be Absolutely. Sure. Yeah. <laughs> great. Yeah. Molly uh, kind of like rolls over like a small pony keg of what appears to be like some strange sloshing oat scented liquid and kind of puts it in the back of the cart. And she says, um, that'll be her food for two days. Um, her name's Shirsa. And she pats her on the rump twice and says, uh, like, kind of like waves you all goodbye. How much do we give her for, do we, does she have like a feeding schedule? Um, well, yeah, at sundown, she kind of likes to settle down for the night. Um, okay. she'll probably settle down whether it's her whether you like allow it or not so i would highly right. recommend making camp before it's too late um yeah she's a window loaf and they can be a bit um they can be a bit uh willful or stubborn but she's a good girl you know you just make sure she gets plenty of water um she doesn't like traveling after dark especially after you know the stars come out she really needs to be in bed by then and yeah, one meal a day, and, and the rations I gave you should serve for two nights. So I guess half the keg. If you give her the whole keg, she will eat the whole keg. Does she look concerned at all while she's saying this to Blibble? Yeah, give me like a an insight check. Okay. Whew. That's a three. No, you... Yeah, you can't really clock anything. Like this seems all above board to you. All right, awesome. We'll take good care of her. Um, is there anything else we should know about her? Uh, Any weird ticks? No? I don't think so. She's a good girl. She's a good girl. Marin, uh, you since you're the one with the map, do you know uh, how far? Approximately, it should. Uh, our destination is. If we only have food for two days, we'll need to make sure that we can find more food for Shirsa. Uh, well, we should get to the valley by tomorrow afternoon. So, we have approximately enough food, but I think we should probably plan for, um, Delays, unexpected delays are always common on trips like this. So what kind of food would we need to scavenge for Shirsa? I direct that to Molly. At this, Molly kind of like plucks up and she's like, oh, she'll graze, especially on things like like mulberry leaves, if you can find any this time of year. She also uh, likes truffles. Um, But if you let her off leash, she will take off after them. So you have to be a little bit careful about that. Um, do I know if we'll find that 
mulberry leaves? Are those common in these woods, I guess? Yeah. Um, give me a... I think that would be like a, a nature survival check, yeah. Either one of those. 16. Yeah. So... You know that at this point, most of them will have fallen to the ground. Um, but you think like you're, you're 99% sure that's not a problem for a window loaf. Um, they'll eat like dead foliage as quickly as they'll eat live foliage. And okay. you definitely know you could find truffles in these woods. Okay. Um, then to the rest of the group, I just say that I'm confident that we will find the food necessary in case there are any delays. Uh, shall we go? And I start getting like into the cart, I guess. Yep, let's do it. Yep, I load in. I hold on, hold on, hold on. I knew that was coming. <laughs> oh, no, Party. let's do a D two. Yeah, um, Red tries to get up into the cart, but he's having a difficult time doing it. Oh, I, the the second I see struggle, I offer a hand or whatever you need. It's so high (laughs) off the ground. Hold on. Help me up there. Yeah, I I help. Uh, Speaking to you, Jesse, do I know Red to be fearful of heights, speed, all the above? Like, what what do I know in being around you for however long we've been around each other? Um, You know that Red has, Uh in the time that you've known Red, never once ridden on or in the back of anything okay i knew it was a, a a thing at least when it got introduced i didn't know it was that much of a thing okay so then i as as i notice you start to fumble to get in i offer like uh a, a hand Oops. to like pull you on oh you're supposed to get up into this thing well it's just one foot in front of the other i'll be here red oh I I like. Yeah, where's that gnome? (laughs) Come push me. Uh, is it? Are they? Is this not happening? Like Dove is not able to get. Yeah, can I? Can I pull him in? I want you to roll for this. I Uh, want you to roll for it. Son of a bitch! I I have eight strength. (laughs) It could be an athletics check to see if you can pull Red Jasper's massive form into the cart. All right. Here's the athletics check. A seven. It's not <laughs> happening, I don't believe. Okay. With the seven, instead of pulling Red Jasper up, you actually fall out of <laughs> the cart as well from where you were standing in it on top of Red. Okay. And of so, like tumbling one over the other. Blibble and elegy, then I guess if you're already in the cart, you just hear it. Um, I am, a large slam. <laughs> when I see that this like just disaster happening um i'm gonna use i'm gonna use mold earth to make a ramp into the thing that's amazing okay. yeah the dirt can you click the kind spell of like, Anne? yeah sweet amazing so um yeah the dirt path along the way like kind of creates this like this like uh the opposite of difficult terrain this um like lovely accessible ramp that leads up to that like first step of the cart. I like motion to the ground for you, Red. <gasps> I, I thank you. 
so so much. Yeah, I'll just gonna push myself off the ground and walk up the ramp. Uh, mm. Totally blown away by this act of kindness. Yeah, I I offer a very uh, wide beaming smile towards Elegy as I'm helping red up the uh, the steps. Oh, kind of embarrassed, so I'm like just nodding and like bowing my head a little bit. That was cool. Nice job. <laughs> We'll all sit in the back of the cart, kind of looking at each other unceremoniously. And Marin, as she always does, punctuates the silence with, Who's driving? Oh, boy. Uh, uh, what is the... I realize we just all sat <clears throat> back here. What is the check for driving this animal? Animal handling. Yeah, animal handling. I think I could do that. I'm um, one. So yeah, yeah. Uh, I am. I kind of like raise my hand a little bit. I th- have some experience with um, this type of thing, and I kind of make my way to the front of the cart. Mm-hmm. Um, do you want me to run the check now, or? Yeah, like as you get up there, um, Mar- you notice Marin is also like speaking in a strange language, and you notice the window loaf Shirsa like kind of respond and then Marin like turns to you and says she'll behave what language was that oh sometimes I can speak to animals oh what, did she say anything else um she like like listens to her and like snuffles back <laughs> and then she turns back to you and she says yeah she's this is her third strike third strike she's gotten in trouble yeah what kind of trouble she's skittish oh um well, that's fine. I'm sure everything's gonna go fine. Just tell her, uh, you know, we'll uh, we'll look after her, make sure things are good. And um, you know, I get in tr- I've gotten in trouble a bunch of times. Look at me; I'm doing fine. Yeah, she says loud noises scare her, and she tends to buck off the cart and run, and she can't help it. And um, she says that if she does it again, they're gonna send her to a. Uh, 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 a steak farm. Does Red clearly hear that? <laughs> yeah, Red is like, <laughs> God damn it! Not, uh, yeah, he's like, uh, I can't. Are you just anxious about the trip? I can't speak the language, but I'll like pet his big old fat butt. Like, it's okay. It's okay. You won't be made into meat. <laughs> Am I able to? Yeah, we won't let that happen. Although Bibble like leans over to Dove and says, although she probably would be delicious, but we won't <laughs> let it happen. <laughs> My eyes like don't leave uh, your, <laughs> your gaze when you say that after you turn around. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't appreciate the joke and it's very clear, but I don't say anything to you about it. What? I'm just messing around. Come on. Lighten up. Let's go. Um, Red, 
Give me a, yeah, give me a uh, wisdom saving throw to see how much you can calm Shirsa. Um, her perception is actually very high. Oh, <gasps> so she definitely hears you, Blivel. As he she me? would be very delicious. That's, well, that's a good roll. I that's don't, pretty he good. Would he would have to crit oh. it, right? To soothe it. Who, who heard me? The beast. I was going to say. Shirsa. Yeah, Shirsa hears you. you talking about how she, she would be very know. delicious. She <laughs> <laughs> Probably has like and trigger like, words. Yeah, yeah. And as you say like the words delicious, delicious um, you notice, Fuck. especially with that 17 red, you're not able to calm her, but you notice like she goes from like kind of almost like purring and her like whole form like kind of gently vibrating with the purr to like the hair going up. And she begins to take off down the road um, at, a, at breakneck speed. Uh. Throwing you back into the cart with no one in the riding seat at this point. She <laughs> lets out fast. like a large, like kind of trumpety sound as she like begins to like build up speed and you notice the cart begins to like shake almost uncontrollably, um, with the axle almost like getting bent as it does so. Like you hear like a very disturbing crack as the cart is is like being tested with its limits as she takes off at a speed that is unsustainable for this journey. Everyone give me dexterity saving throws. This is bullshit. <laughs> <laughs> I told you. I fucking told you. All right. Dexterity where do we saves. where do we click in the sheet for this? I uh, just click, click on dexterity. dexterity. Yeah. 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 Cool. <laughs> 19 for elegy. 10 for blibble. 11 for red. And a 17 for me. Do you need to uh, roll for Marin? Yes, I will roll for Marin. Okay, perfect. And then um, for saves, if you look to the to the right of the attributes, it's actually there because sometimes you have proficiency in a saving throw. So sometimes it's like a little bit different than a normal save, but for you, it's oh, a zero. So yeah. it, it works either way. I see. Um, okay. So, and then. Oh, Marin. you clicked. On, I'm sorry. Yeah. And I, I told you, click on the saving throw thing to the right of that. Just exactly. What yes. Wrong, so. I see that now. Yeah. Gosh, this is going to be tough. Um Noted. I don't know if y'all know Can this. I Marin is not dexterous. Larger words hey. around okay, that's the not animal. <laughs> a negative, a negative two. This is not. It's not horrible. to roll a bad. thirteen. Yeah, yeah. Uh, unfortunately, she needed a fifteen. Uh oh. So it happens something like this. Red, you are thrown backwards from like the sheer momentum of Shirsa taking off at breakneck speed. Uh, behind off you the is cart Marin. or just back into the cart yeah like back into the cart and then things escalate it becomes a bit of a snowball of arms and flailing limbs especially with all of the large-bodied creatures you have in this in this cart you're flung on backwards onto shell? Marin, who was huh am i on my shell yeah yeah <laughs> you fling back into Marin, who is like who was right behind you talking to shirsa who falls back into Blibble, who is almost crushed beneath the two forms as you like all of you roll back into, oh wait, no, yeah, yeah. As all of you kind of like roll to the back half of the cart. Um, Marin is able to like almost block the exit to the cart with her, with her like kind of form. 
Um, and you are caught in front of her, Red, so you're able to like prevent falling off as she like grabs the cart. Wibble, you with that ten fall down and are left in like the sort of dust cloud behind the cart. Um, Elegy, you're able to like get out of the way of this like tumbling uh like giant snowball of of flailing arms and legs. And same with you, Dove. You're able to kind of like jump up onto like the bench and avoid being like dragged back by all of it. Um That's Marin is just able, like I said, up. to catch you red and save that eleven because you needed <laughs> you needed higher than twelve. But you are like on the very sort of edge of the thing, struggling to stay on as the cart begins to like tear away through the Sahali woods. Around you the the trees are kind of like barren um and rapidly shedding their leaves and you let's see um who has their footing so it would be elegy and dove give me a intelligence check what what is this check specifically for it's like uh to see if you notice something or if you can tell that something's about to happen (laughs) all right you want to roll first okay so this one i click in the column on the left yes Mm mm-hmm 14. It's not going to go well for me. <laughs> yeah, Doug, you're distracted. That's, that's a 14 for Anne and a 1 for me. Uh, yeah, I think like oh. the the way this plays out is, Dove, you are distracted and you immediately run to like probably help Red as they are on the precipice of like falling out of the cart. And Blibble and fell barely. out of the cart, right? I fell Blibble out, right? fell out of the okay, cart. Okay, that's probably yeah, one most As this about, is happening, yeah. you just hear like, you just hear like, what? What the heck is going on there? What is going on <laughs> Yeah, that's that's who I'm focused on with the one. I'm I'm not paying attention to what's happening outside the cart apart from us minus one mm. goblin. Elegy, you clock it. Um the the sort of like leather trappings that are kind of keeping Shirsa lashed to the cart. As all of the weight has shifted to the back of the cart, it is coming up and it's kind of like resting on her shoulders with gravity. You are in danger of losing the beast altogether. Um, can I make a dive for the reins, I guess, to try to get this situation under control? To stop for the sure. Cart? Give me an acrobatics check. 14. You dive for the reins. And you're able to slow down Shirsa a bit and try to like you you basically buy the the team time to like adjust their weight so the entire thing doesn't go over. So you have a little bit of time here as the cart continues to tear away, now leaving Blibble about ten feet behind the party. Can I um do more now that I like have the reins? Can I for sure. Try to yeah. stop the cart. Mm-hmm. Give me an animal handling check. You'll need above a 14 to succeed. Damn, Perfect. 16. Yeah. So you're able to calm almost like with this. Just You're just very good with animals. You're able to calm uh, Shirsa. And as you do, the cart kind of like slows. Blibble, you're only about like, I think, what, 30 feet behind now? And Marin is able to like lean her weight forward um, to help you to help you kind of like off of her red since she's been holding on to like the back of the cart, keeping both of your forms on it. And the cart slowly creaks to a stop. 
And as it does, you look around you and realize you are in the heart of the woods. And the cart is damaged. This is a dick move because I've been playing a lot of Oregon Trail recently. (laughs) I don't need that in this game, too. (laughs) You're going to get dysentery soon is what's about to happen. You're going to touch the poison ivy and dysentery is coming. Downhill from there. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, all of the bindings are in need of reinforcement. Um, some knots need to be tightened. And you think one of the beams under the cart might have sustained some damage from like all of these like heavy turtles and, and uh, loxodons like kind of crashing into the back of it. Um, I'll, I'll make my way to the front of the cart and try to calm the creature down again. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Yeah, go ahead and give me an animal handling check as you like. Uh, oh. This is it's going to be pretty easy since Elegy kind of like already calmed it. It'll just like it won't it won't bolt again. It'll be more like what it's how much it likes you, what its reception to you is like. Really hope you don't fail. Okay, there we go. That's a crit. That's first crit of the show. <laughs> yeah. Oh no. Oh no. You look into her amber eyes and feel a kinship with Shirsa. Her nose kind of like gently uh, leaving like a wet trail shuffles over your face onto the lichen and she rubs her forehead against your form kind of leaning against you for comfort. Don't worry. You didn't do anything wrong. A little too fast, but Nothing wrong. Yeah, and I'll just sit up there trying to comfort this giant creature. I I will say this is your DM. With a nat 20, you will not have any difficulties piloting this cart for the rest of your journey. As long as Red is in the party. Yeah. I'll jump off the the cart and go and start walking towards Blibble. He's, He's only like, what, 30 feet away, he said? Yeah, he's not very far, yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah, so I, I'm starting to approach. Libble, are you okay? All of the divine just happened. What is going on? Is that beast going to murder us? <sighs> Quiet your voice, Libble. Words have meaning out here. I don't know if you're aware of that, but it's different. Were you worried about the word murder? Well, the word... What was the exact word? Uh, whatever you delicious. said. Delicious. Oh, delicious <laughs> was enough to... I just kind of gesture back behind us. Murder's stronger we than think that. That's what it was. You think it understands out the, the word del- delicious? Yes, Blibble. You have to be careful. <sighs> this is ridiculous. I agree, but it's our current predicament. So please be careful what you say. It was just a joke. I know it was a joke. I don't want to kill the thing. Do you think that that creature understands a joke, Blibble? I didn't think it would understand the word delicious. I'm sure it's heard it before. Do you think it knows other words? Should I say like scrumptious? Do you think it knows that word too? Jesus. I'm like dusting the sides of Blibble off because he's just covered. Real quick. Is there do we so I can stop saying Jesus. (laughs) Uh, Is there like a, uh, you know, an equivalent to let's just pretend he said the equivalent to Jesus Christ or some phrase like that. 
Mm-hmm. Or like a holy yeah, man. Obviously, we're you. early on. We're early on, so we don't necessarily know all of the the figures and stuff in the world. Yeah, yeah. Um, for you, there could be two options. Um, one could be your patron, a free. Okay, beautiful. So I could <laughs> ostensibly see you like saying, "Oh, a free." Yeah. Yeah. That's what he says. Like a free. This is ridiculous. For curiosity's sake, what's the other option? Um, well, it would be, let me look at my notes here. For you, it would be probably, um, Moktan, which is the sort of like Lord turtle who dwells in the mountains. Mm. I don't swear. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> you sure. think you're better than me then? Cause you just don't use curse words. <laughs> he definitely does. Yes. 100%. <laughs> I'm not saying better, <laughs> but oh, me. Oh my god! <laughs> All right, so I'm I'm Dustin Blibbleoff. Kind of just shaking him. Are you okay? Fine. Let's get back to the thing. Oh. I'm not going to say anything. I'm not talking to the thing ever again. <laughs> Wise decision. Red has calmed the animal, I believe. Some repairs are in order, though. We could use our help. Turn and start walking back. Sure, I mean, so if, if, as long as it's not going to go crazy again. Just don't. You think it knows the word crazy? <laughs> <laughs> I try to hide the smile when he says that. Like, maybe one side of my face opposite of Blibble, it has a, it perks up when he, he makes that comment. But I continue forward uh and we're gonna try to repair this thing i guess you said like everything's Mm -hmm. busted like all aspects of it are busted um no you were actually able to get the cart in pretty good shape the worst condition of this would have been losing the beast and having the cart crash in the middle of the forest okay uh potentially throwing you all into danger but you know elegy was able to get everything under control and there's only like one or two repairs to be made um Elegy read, as you're examining the cart and Blibble and Dove are making their way back, um, you see, uh, like, sort of walking down the path, a tall tiefling with dark horns, gray skin, and eyes that remind you of Amethyst, um, kind of speaking in a deep voice to um, a rather, like, quick-talking halfling whose whose voice borders on uh, being, like, too fast if that makes sense um they're both in their riding leathers and um you notice like one of them has like a large pack that they're trying to take inventory of whereas the other one's holding what looks to be a pack with the hole in the bottom um and they're they're kind of like counting what they've lost and what they haven't lost and um all of a sudden the halfling kind of like walks over to you all and is like oh yeah look at that damage oh yeah that's going to be Oh, and you see him like kind of walking around the way one examines a car. Oh, yeah, look at that. That beam is right split down the middle. That's going to be a problem for you. And the tiefling is like, no, I think they can manage. We should tend to our own problems. Oh, nah, you got to help people out when you're out here in the wild, you know. And look at that. Why don't you just take a look at that? That is... How do you even do something like that, do you reckon? That is just, this is a nice cart, too. <laughs> no, nothing, Red? Red, um, 
is still kind of lost in the eyes of this creature. Um, it's very Ooh, obvious that he love? hasn't even. <laughs> no, he just uh, like clearly a twenty saw into the soul of another being apparently, mm. and he's like <laughs> connecting with this with this creature from the wild. And turns out he probably has more in common with it than random people coming up and being like, "Oh, geez, there." What are you doing? <laughs> like he's mm-hmm. busy doing this thing. Hasn't even recognized or noticed. Yeah. Um the the halfling like continues on and is like, "Oh yeah, you know, this is a downright shame. Y'all are going to be here for a while." And the tiefling, the tall tiefling is like, "I don't see how it's our problem, Jeremy." Oh, well, I don't know about that, Greg. Like, this is, these people might be needing our help. And you notice, like, the tiefling has started stitching back together his own pack, like, kind of annoyed at having potentially lost many of his belongings on the road. Oh, hold on. Did you say Jeremy and Greg? I once knew a Jeremy and Greg. They were plants. You notice, like, the halfling, like, looks a little confused at this. And he's like, oh, you know, I reckon I never thought to ask a plant their name. No one ever does. It's quite rude. Well, then, how do you get their name? Oh, they, they tell it to you. Without asking? Well, you simply ask the plant, and then the plant will say, Oh, I'm Jeremy, or I'm Greg. Oh. A lot of plants are named Mike. I bet you didn't know that. You know now, I really didn't. And the tall tiefling goes, Mike is a good name. Yes, it sounds dangerous, like Spike, or Ike, like a weapon, but they're not. It's mostly daffodils named Mike. (laughs) Give me a persuasion check (laughs) to see if they, like, believe you. Yeah, okay. think you're full of shit. Well, it that is a show. non-existent number. That didn't even show up. But you rolled a zero, essentially. A zero. Yeah, I did. Crazy. It doesn't even show up on the uh, the old yeah. overlay. <laughs> the tiefling looks at you, and is like, "I don't believe you. You don't need to believe me." It is, as they say, what it is. I think you make things up to impress people. I I would never. You remind me of Jeremy, but not in a good way. And he kind of like looks down at the halfling. I don't know. 
Uh, Jeremy seems to look like a fine, upstanding feller. As you say this, like, Jeremy kind of, like, perks up and, like, puffs out his chest a little, excited that you're saying this. He, like, pushes the, the like, curly, mousy blonde hair out of his uh, face, and he's like, well, I, I agree, you know. I Tell you what, I'll help you fix your cart, and uh, y'all can just, uh, you know, uh, maybe make camp down the road a ways, and I'll... Uh, I'll uh, take care of all this. You can tend to your beast. You know, Jeremy, you're a good sort. Never let anyone tell you otherwise. Oh, I appreciate that. I appreciate that. You know, I've been catching an earful from Greg. And at this, you notice for the first time, Greg corrects him and says, Gregorian. Anyways, I've been catching an earful from this Greg this whole time. Because you see, we're taking a shipment to Mr. Mont Batlin. And he's, you know, he's mighty particular like about exactly how he wants his shipments to go. And one or two things may have gone missing down the ways. Mostly because there was a hole in my pack. But, you know, things do happen. Uh, but, but you know what? You seem so, like such a upright fella, Grandpa. Tell you what. We have to unhitch the animal to repair the cart, but I'll repair the cart, and you can get your little lady all kind of like calmed down and situated like. My accent well, It's fine. <laughs> thank you so much, Jeremy. And if I might add, the reason Greg is so hard on you is because Greg cares so much. Think about that next time. You just hear Greg snort as he continues stitching together the pack and like accounting for these like sort of banana leaf wrapped bundles um, that uh, Jeremy was holding. Um, Jeremy kind of drops them unceremoniously on the ground as like Gregorian sighs and picks them up and like starts, like I said, accounting for each one since he's like personally responsible for the shipment. Um, and Jeremy eagerly kind of starts like unlashing shirsa so he can begin to like repair and you notice he takes like leather working tools out of his pouch as he does so and um <clears throat> as he's like talking to you or like kind of absent-mindedly as he's working like oh yeah that's a shame you know this isn't gonna hold anymore this is gonna need some reinforcement for sure i think i've got a couple of lodestones here somewhere and as he's kind of absentmindedly working, Gregorian says to both you, Red and Elegy, <clears throat> you may want to take your beast for a walk while we do this. Uh, he's going to take some time, probably nailing things back together. As this cart is being lent to me by a friend and a family member of that friend, I don't feel comfortable leaving it but perhaps I can stay with the cart, and maybe, Red, you can walk around with Shirsa, give her a bit of exercise, maybe she can find something to eat. <sighs> that sounds okay with me. Come on, let's go. We Don't sort of go just too far, Red. wander off. Oh, I'll be fine. 
I've got Shosha to protect me. And he sort of pats the big beast. Yeah. Um, Blibble, Dove, uh, do you stay with the cart or do you go with Red? <clears throat> I think at this point we we don't know what's... Like, how much of that conversation did we hear, I guess, is, is my M- question. Most of it. M- oh, okay. Majority of it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because okay. you were... You were like just reaching back to the cart when these two approached from the other side of the road. Okay. Uh, before even like Blibble has a chance to respond and or join Red, I'm, Blibble, you should stay here. I wasn't going to go. <laughs> <laughs> you think I want to be near that thing? Good. I, I believe that's wise. Uh, I think you got plenty of exercise already, honestly. If Can I make like, uh, I guess it would be insight just to like try to judge the the character of these two mm-hmm. yeah go for it a 12 does that give me anything yeah you you can you can suss this out right from the from the outset that gregorian and jeremy are not friends their relationship is like almost verging on having to work together uh. um especially gregorian seems like nervous or stressed um you're wondering if maybe it's because of this like the sort of package they're supposed to be delivering um you also notice how like protective or squirrely he is about the packages as he's like kind of counting them multiple times and like almost kind of like trying to block them from view as he like quickly is trying to like do a rough repair job on his pack and get them back in do they have uh weapons on them that i that are they do they do okay uh can i see what type of weapons they are like who, who's wearing what who who looks yeah. more uh equipped than the other i guess is what i'll say yeah give me a um perception check to see what you can like ocular pat down from them another 12 yeah you notice that jeremy has like sort of the tools of the trade um so he's got like a hatchet on his hip um typically used to like chop down like light bits of firewood and stuff like that. And you also notice he has a knife in his boot um, that he's like taken out to kind of like strip this like thin, these like thin bits of leather that he's using to like reinforce. Um, You do notice on his other hip, there is also like a short sword Um, for Gregorian. You notice like he's not actually carrying anything other than like what looks to be like a walking stick, but it could also be like a staff, but you're not quite sure. Okay. All right. So I like look, uh, I guess while they were talking, I kind of gleaned all that information from them mm-hmm. uh, and just say, I'll, I'll stay here with Elegy and Blibble. Red will be fine. I hope. <laughs> um, at that, I say, perhaps you should ensure that Red does not wander too far. We don't want him to get lost in these woods as he is wont to do. Very well. If you feel confident, I'll go and find Red. I start to walk towards where Red and the Beast uh, left. Yeah. Um, when when you walk down the path, Red, there is like a sort of branching path that... um that uh was was like sort of roughly gestured to by jeremy when he was like oh you might want to want to have your beast walk it off 
and um, you you feel like Shears is like kind of rumbling down the path, like uh, shaking her flanks a little, getting the jitters out, and also you notice like just like snuffling as though something has like caught her scent, um, and she's like kind of like <laughs> almost like picking up speed a little bit as she like begins to like almost like vacuum up. Uh, dead leaves, mulch, and whatever else is like kind of collected on the sides of the path on the forest floor. Can I um, investigate with my own snaws to see if I can detect <laughs> what it could be? Yeah, yeah. Give me a uh, perception check. Ooh. As you like try to smell the air. Or survival. Yeah, so with 11. the 11... Um, you definitely smell like an earthy smell of almost like decay. You're not sure if it could be mushrooms or truffles or something like that, but something does smell like it's been rotting down here. Oh boy, hold on. Let me know when I make it to RB2. Cheers, uh, by the way. Yeah. Red loves that smell. <laughs> it is just one of his absolute favorites. And he, he's like, is that, is that mushroom? Oh, I love mushrooms. They have the best conversation. Let's go, let's go find them together. Yeah, you kind of like hype each other up. Like Shears is like snuffling. Red is snuffling. You're both like getting excited. Dove, you almost have to like jog to like catch up to them as they both seem like two kids that you've let loose in Disneyland. They both are like super excited. And you notice like Shear says Pep is back in her step and like the little bit of a limp she had for almost like pulling something during her sprint is like almost gone. And she's just kind of like shaking her little legs out as like she rumbles along, kind of shaking the forest floor with her with her heft. Okay. Yeah, you just did. Red, red, wait, please. I'm on its mushroom. Uh, I'm running as fast as red can run, which is not <laughs> fast. Fair. Okay. Yeah, you have a He's movement like speed stomping. of 30. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah. Um, well, that's his, I, and canonically in my brain, that's his, like, rage speed. Oh, He's, gotcha. like, you know, fighting. Now he's just, like, stomping along. Dev, you're able to catch up since they're both like large creatures who tend to stomp instead of run. Okay. Um, and as you do, um, Red, give me a survival check to see if you can suss out where the mushrooms are. It's very oh, hobby. Mushrooms, baby. Yes. An 18. Yes. Now you know for sure the smell is strong. And you see, like, as, as you're like kind of like going along this path, you notice that the trail kind of has like looped back on itself a couple of times trying to shake you in the overgrowth the leaves on the floor of the forest floor here are thicker and the trees rattle hollowly in the wind um the str the sun struggles to like cast its feeble yellow light um through like this thick cover of clouds and although it's trying it gives you a little bit of its light but none of its warmth this hollow you've entered that like kind of curves in on itself feels like a shallow breath with like the the wind kind of moving through here um, in between the fingers of these barren trees. And, and as you like realize that you're kind of going in a circle with that 18, that's when you spot it, the perfect spot for mushrooms. 
a large boulder along the wall of this like sort of clearing um, would be perfect if you could turn it over. You know for sure right underneath it in that dark moist spot, you would be able to find the most delicious yellow button mushrooms. Um, I will, yeah, I'll go over to the boulder and before I do, I'll, I'll, I'll like whisper like, are there any mushrooms under here? <laughs> are you, are you just saying, are you just saying that? To the, to the mushrooms. Yeah. I'm hoping they'll talk back to me. <laughs> are you casting speak with plants or are you just saying it? I have like Sylvan as a speech, so I'm hoping maybe uh, they'll just talk back to me. I don't have to do anything. Do I hear him yeah, say that? Yeah, yeah, you do. <laughs> He's saying it out loud. Yeah. yeah, you just hear like in common. Uh, Red, I don't know if these are the type that will speak back to you. Oh, no. Well, they all speak back. Some are just shy. Mm. Okay, I wait to see if they're going to speak back to him. Yeah, you I, don't I'm basically hear like. Back, uh, Red. I'm I'm with my child uh, in its pet. Uh, right now, just kind of overseeing it, making sure they don't yeah. get into any trouble. As you're like chatting with the mushrooms, Red Shirsa unceremoniously comes along and using her large like curved tusks, like moves the boulder. And sure enough, underneath you see a massive bed of yellow mushrooms that are almost like the size of your hand. They have like a cascading sort of canopy on the top, and you see Shirsa start to go ham on them. But she like always moves aside to give you space. <laughs> hold on, hold on. No, you didn't even ask first. <laughs> um, yeah, she like, I'm trying to think with her intelligence modifier. She's not intelligent enough to know like exactly what that means is she's like going ham on these like fragrant buttery mushrooms. Oh, I'm sorry, little friends. Well, that is unfortunate. I'm sure the next mushrooms I meet will not be pleased. And he kind of just like sits down and like watches. And then he's like, and he like takes one for himself and eats it. Yeah. Rand, Dove, give me perception checks. All right. Red with disadvantage, since you are very distracted by these delicious buttery mushrooms. They have a new mommy flavor. That's a seven for red. And that's a seven for me. Two sevens. You don't notice them until they're almost upon you. But stirring from within the deeps, you begin to hear a very strange slithering noise. And as you whirl around Dove, probably while Red is still distracted eating a mushroom, you see it. A large, worm-like creature segmented in several places with a maw that is full of like undulating, velvety, what looks to be almost like pseudopod-like creatures. It inhales, and as it does, you see all the leaves on the forest floor begin to move with it as it almost kind of like begins to pull you in. <laughs> um, 
do I have some sort of advantage being uh like literally five hundred pounds? Do I like do I have some sort of shell advantage? <laughs> Roll for initiative. <laughs> Damn, okay. That's we're, gonna go, <laughs> we're gonna go to a to a break. Um Oh and, well, let's roll for and we'll we'll leave we'll leave it with this. Yes, we'll leave it with this. Okay. Elegy no. blibble. You hear from somewhere, uh, maybe about sixty feet away, like through a clearing, kind of on the other side of a thick wall of 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 trees. You hear. I don't know if 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 red or dove give out a sound, but you hear Shirsa let out like a blood curdling like shriek. As you hear her kind of begin tearing through the woods, you see smaller trees like kind of crack and splinter in the skyline as she's like creating her own path, letting out this horribly fearful sound. And you can only imagine what horrors await in the hollow ahead. Should I ask those mushrooms for permission first? (laughs) But it's maybe perhaps that the mushrooms were delicious and she couldn't help herself. (laughs) Let's go break. (laughs) Disgruntled player <laughs> makes itself known. Let's take a break. I'll be right back afterwards Amazing. for the uh, first bout of combat. We'll see how it goes. I'm sure first it's gonna combat. be. I'm sure it's gonna be just fine. I got. I'm not worried at all. It'll be fine. Yeah. Yeah. I'm not worried at all. Thank There's, you I'm, so I'm, much for hanging out with us, audience. We will be right back after this short break. Not worried. No one's worried. No worried at all. <laughs> All right, welcome back to Last Call. It's time to start some adventure and, and some fighting. Our first combat of the campaign. Mm-hmm. Bronze, what's mm-hmm. going on? Um, uh, Before we get into it, okay. uh, getting some housekeeping out of the way, who has a higher dex modifier between Dove and Blibble? Uh, uh, mine's plus two. Mine's plus three. Okay. So, Dove, you're going to be at the top of initiative order um, yep. because you have the higher modifier. That's just how I rule. I recently learned that's not an actual D&D rule, which to me is crazy. Did we roll the same initiative? Is that what you're saying? Yeah, you both rolled a 16. Um, yeah, okay. <clears throat> Got it. So, Dove, in front of you, you see this, this uh, undulating almost like velvet-skinned creature, um, light gray in color with these strange kind of segments forming around it. It's come out of like a burrow that it kind of came crashing out of that was overgrown with foliage so you didn't see it right away. Um, It kind of like inhales and begins to like, you feel the wind kind of whipping around your face and the leaves almost like razors, like kind of, brushing against your skin with great speed as it's like kind of trying to draw you in however you do have the jump on it because it is your turn uh i i guess i'm gonna try to cast sleep on it i don't know how well it's gonna go i don't know the hp of this creature um how how far away let me let me swap over to the the map here how uh, far away is this thing from us? Um, if you use the oh, right. tool, yeah. you can kind of see. Yeah, it's about ten feet from red. Oh, okay, perfect. 
10 feet from you. Red is standing in the grove of mushrooms. Yeah. Okay. Uh, then I will uh, run up to it and uh, cast sleep on it. Let's see how it goes. Okay. Um, so if I do this, is it going to auto roll? Oh, it does. I think 25 uh, hit points trying to sleep it. Yeah. Um, you attempt to put this creature to sleep and unfortunately, um, uh, it's not enough. I didn't think so. Okay. All right. Uh, so I run the, I guess the five feet here, do that. And then I'm going to run the remaining 25 <sighs> in the opposite direction and let, uh, hopefully red do what I have known him to do. <laughs> Did you wait? Did you go to melee range? Yeah, I have to touch the creature. <laughs> Does that thing have an attack of opportunity against him? Just asking. Oof, uh, your mic I don't, did that auto adjust thing again. Yeah. I don't think <laughs> you have to touch the creature. I think it has a oh, range does it? of 90 feet. <laughs> oh, it does. Yeah. Okay, great. Well, I, I still like, ran up and did it, but now I know. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If he runs away, um, I'd like see the creature attack him. Yes, yes. There is like a op attack that the creature is going to make. Okay. Well, then I oh, I do run away and take the op attack. Okay. Um. Let's see. My AC is twelve. It's quite okay. low. I think I do. This. It misses. Great. With a seven. Love it. So as you try to get out of its grasp, you see it try to like like thrash at you and like grab you but you are able to duck underneath these like undulating appendages almost like these like soft fleshy pseudopods um and as you do red you see like inside this maw is like circular rings of what looks to be like chitinous outgrowths and then it is your turn blibble you see let me hit the next thing um you see uh, Shirsa come crashing out of the woods and kind of like taking cover as she does so. Trees snapping and splintering out of her way. And you hear this like strange heave of a creature almost whirring. It's like a, almost like a whistling through the, like the wind whistling through the woods, but it sounds off to you somehow. It sounds like supernatural almost. And you know that something horrible has happened in the clearing below. All right. Um, I don't have like eyesight, right? Obviously, with it, just the way you described it, I have to like get closer to. You would have to get closer, yeah. Okay. Um, then I guess I will do so. I guess you, you have. To, let's see. Thirty speed, have, right? You can dash for sixty. Yeah. yeah. For you can 60, see like yeah. that. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Cool. Let me see what we got here. Then he'll probably dash. And go there, like 45 feet away. Okay. <clears throat> boom, boom. I believe it's like right here. As you do, um, behind you... Son of a bitch. <laughs> <laughs> you see another one of these creatures kind of emerging from its burrow to box you in. Of course. Of course there's another one. Of course. See, I feel like I would have seen that and I would have adjusted accordingly, but of course that's not what I saw as the player. But all right, whatever, Your passive whatever. perception wasn't high enough. <laughs> right, right, 
coming in. <laughs> Unfortunately, y'all's roles were like not the great, <laughs> not the greatest. Yeah, yeah. And then Bloom comes like perception. Holy shit! What it is? Yeah, it kind of gets the drop on you. Now, if you had said that you were actively looking for it as you moved, into right? The clearing, yeah, it's just I it's, have- okay. <laughs> I gotta spell it out every single time. You got it. <laughs> Don't give me a hard I'm time. I'm looking for danger. Guy. I heard something that sounds like danger, but I'm looking for it now. Do you hear? <laughs> That's correct. All right, got it. Um, would you like to do anything with your bonus action? Um, some spells are bonus action, Max. I don't know exactly what, but it would say on the actual spell. Hex might be. I don't know. Mm, look, yeah, if Hex is one, then I would do that. I guess at least on one of them. I don't um, know enough about Warlocks. I'm looking at it. I don't see anything it says about bonus action. Okay. It's been a while since I've played, guys. Give me a second. <laughs> uh, yeah, casting time, one bonus action. Okay. So I could I could uh, cast Hex then, I guess, on the one that's closest. Are they about equidistant, though? Yeah, roughly. Not really. <clears throat> All right, I'm going to cast Hex on the one that is... What do I ping? Hold uh, down you hold click. down the click button, yeah. Bam! I'll cast Hex on, on uh, the velvety undulating worm closest to me behind. Perfect. Um, in here... Oh, there it is. Okay, so we will put this as the symbol for hex. Does that show up? It does. Perfect. Yep. All yep. right. So that one is hexed. Is that your turn? Yeah, that's my turn. Perfect. Also, Max, Elegy. click the spell again so we can. This oh, time, yeah, the yeah, proper right. time to click hex. <laughs> well, boom! There you go. All right. So you are able to place a curse on this creature. And the next time you deal damage to it with an attack, it'll take an additional 1d6 necrotic damage. Yeah, so you'll roll that every time. You see the clearing ahead of you that Blibble has like kind of ran recklessly into. Um, Mm -hmm. The two gentlemen, like the one sitting on the floor and the other one working on the cart, um, don't seem super inclined to help you. A giant beast has just come barreling out of the woods and instead they're kind of cowering behind the cart. Right. where is Marin? Marin is actually next to you and it like looks concerned and you see her head or confused thing like shifting between staring at the clearing and staring at Shirsa and staring at the clearing and staring at where like Shirsa's running and trying to figure out which direction to go. Um, completely petrified and unable to act. And you realize now she's maybe not the greatest leader. Yeah. Um <clears throat> Uh, I like look at the assembled group and kind of like motion toward the the clearing that he ran through, and I'm gonna try to appeal to them that mm-hmm. they there's something going wrong. We need to help them. <laughs> I don't think it's gonna work because I have really bad charisma. But yeah, go ahead and give me a persuasion check. Uh-huh. Marin's threshold is a Five. lot lower. 
Um, Is it that low? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. So like you see, um, yeah, you see Gregorian and uh, Jeremy. Jeremy's like, oh, yeah, well, you know, I I actually uh, have an old injury. uh, And, uh, you know, I'm not in the rescuing business. What about you? I think I should tend to my my uh, belongings here, and such matters are better left to more heroic individuals. And you see Marin kind of like once again nervously twisting at her scarf, and she's just like, um, um, I, 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 I will go, or I could um secure Shirsa, um, and make sure that these uh, strangers aren't left alone with our cart. Um, but it's up to you. Uh, I'm kind of in a hurry, so I'm just like, okay, uh, you do that, and I'm going to get a little bit closer. I don't need to go like yeah. super far, I guess. Um, How far can I move? 30 feet? 30, yeah. Uh, yeah, okay. I have a movement speed of 30. Okay. I'm going to ask you to RP this out. You have no idea what's over there. You just know that there's <laughs> sounds in the distance. <laughs> So I'm gonna need yeah. you to act accordingly. <laughs> <laughs> well, You're doing it. That's You're, why she's not dashing. Just, she is acting. I just ran. Yeah, yeah she's 30. there. 30, 30 speed. Sick. <laughs> no I'm one told you to so dash, Max. Okay. No one told you uh-huh. to do that. It's true. <laughs> <laughs> All right. You have your action and your bonus action. How would you like to use those? Okay. Um. <clears throat> I'm gonna use. Where is it? This guy, Goodberry, to cast to create some delicious berries in my hand. And uh, shows up. I have berries. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> berries guys. I'm here to help. I found Aww. berries. Hello, party. I'm I sure this will help. Are you hungry? Shyhula problem. <laughs> Um, and bonus action. Most of my stuff is actions, and I can't touch anyone because you guys are too far away. Mm-hmm. Bonus action. What other- Squaw. <laughs> I don't know what else I could do with my bonus action besides. Yeah, there's like only one or two spells that operate on a bonus action. Um, I don't think you have anything that would be super relevant here. So um, yeah, I'm gonna save can, it. It's yeah. only healing is a bonus action, but everyone is good right now. So I'll just yeah, wait. everyone's full health. Yeah. Oh, for now, yeah. perfect. <laughs> All right, it is the hillbore's turn. This one, um, it is going to. I guess red, since you're the closest to it. Uh, the wrong character sheet. This one. Um, it is going to. Does this have re- Um. Yeah, it can move five feet though. Okay, so it's gonna move well, here. Red. Well, it's trying to get me. Red's just like, calm down, fella. It'll be okay. <laughs> We just want to talk. Oh my god! Okay, um, give me a nature check to see if you like know what this thing is. 
Nope. <laughs> you have no clue. You have yeah. no clue. <laughs> For the two, you got, got no a big clue. mouth, so it probably likes talking. Come on. <laughs> and it is going to like try to grapple you in its gigantic maw, kind of designed for boring through things. Um, does a 13 hit? No. <laughs> okay. Uh, in that case, you're fine and nothing happens. It's like strange um, sort of uh, pseudopods with these chitinous razor sharp growths on it kind of like lap around you but are ineffectual against your like shell and kind of do no harm as they like swarm over you. The jingles! Cut that out! It's your turn as you say that. Um, I guess at this point, I still wouldn't... Re Did I notice... Has the one behind us attacked anyone yet, or have we just attacked it? Um, no. It hasn't attacked anyone yet, and actually, you haven't done damage to it yet either. Yeah, all you saw was um, me cast a spell and maybe yeah. Blibble cast a spell. <laughs> sure, okay. Yeah, but um, I will say this, Red. As it like slithered forward i don't know if you saw this it like destroyed and crushed that like second patch of yellow button mushrooms that was like right next to you kind of red like, goes into a violent like... rage his <laughs> eyes explode red uh his eyes they glow a hellish red um and he lets out a ear-shattering roar and as he does, mm -hmm. uh, I'll just use rage. I'll click that. Can I? Uh, boop. Yeah. Perfect. That works. Yep. Yeah. As he as he enrages, <laughs> this is one you all discover that our sweet little turtle boy is actually a wild magic barbarian, and so. Every time that I rage, I must roll a d8 to determine what wild magic will occur whenever I do this. And so... So excited for this. Yeah, it could be really great <laughs> for us, guys. It's going to be fantastic. <laughs> That's a great oh roll, okay. I'm sure of it. What is um, it? This one's great. A, a three means <sighs> an intangible spirit, which looks like a pixie, I guess appears within five feet of one creature of your choice that you can see within 30 feet of you. At the end of the current turn, the pixie explodes, and each creature within five feet must succeed a dexterity saving throw or take 1d6 force damage. Until your rage ends, you can use this effect again, summoning another spirit on each of your turns as a bonus action. Yep. Let's go. <laughs> Turtle Exploding magic. pixies. So, Is it a, yeah, I, pixie or I just like, a pixie? Just like oh, hiding in your shell. <laughs> yeah, like I uh, as I as I roar behind me uh, in the most anime fashion, like flowers explode, like beautiful flowers, like petals explode behind me, and then like zoo, 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 a little pixie appears, and um, you know it. It I'm sure it speaks some very high pitched language, but it's inaudible, and uh, it's more like a you know like a Tinkerbell. <laughs> You know, like, mm -hmm. this, mm, you know, like, can I um, ask another question? Having adventured with you, do I know that this is a deal that you've made with the pixies to like literally explode on other creatures? Like what? 
I've seen this before. That, what do I know this to be? Well, you know that that pixies are, um, you know, metaphysical beings. Okay. And so an explosion isn't really their death, but just, you know, their ether, as it will, reforms again and again. And so this is just one of the many attacks that a, that a pixie can do. Okay, fair enough. Great. Uh, yeah, Exciting. and so right, using my rage, I will, boy, I get three fun rolls. Although I'm not sure how I, all right. So I guess we'll start with the pixie. The pixie's going yeah. to immediately attack the guy in front of me. And uh, mm -hmm. I, I, well, I guess the pixie will, will sit there. <laughs> and uh i'll have the pixie go bronze if i if i can mm -hmm. um i'll have the pixie go boy um hold on hold on hold on perfect perfect my pixie's gonna go right here it's not gonna attack the one i'm on it's gonna attack that one if that you see this? Yeah. You see this? This one, it's going to go right here. <clears throat> go ahead and. Yes! I have there's a pixie! <laughs> Amazing. <laughs> go ahead and move it to wherever you want. Let me see if I can. Oh, I don't, think I, I don't think I have access to move it yet. Here, let me go ahead and give this to you. Um, controlled by Jesse. Okay, can you yes. control it now? Yes. Thank you so much. So, yeah, I'm going to stick it there. Um, uh -huh. but obviously just to explain this to me one more time. So on a bonus action, you can make it explode. No, uh, at, no, literally it has nothing. It has nothing to do with me at this point. Um, uh -huh. it appears and then it, it, it appears in five feet of one creature of your choice. So I guess it has to be right next to it. Well, it's still five feet okay. where it's at. Yeah, you're within five feet right now. You can okay, be. Yeah. That would so be it, like it appears. It. it appears there, and then, mm -hmm. um, you can uh, it, it, any creature that I can see, and then at the end of my turn, it just explodes, and each creature within five feet must do a deck saving throw or take one d six force damage, and then okay. next turn I can use a bonus action to summon it back if I want to. Okay. Cool. Awesome. Yeah. All right. So that is your that was your bonus action bonus to rage. Action, so the yeah. pixie, yes, yeah, so the pixie has appeared. You still have your action. And this guy's I'm broken. Ready, I get two attacks. I'm ready. Summoning pixies right. that explode. Now should I ask the one messing with them mushrooms? <laughs> <laughs> Don't mess with the mushrooms. That's the lesson. All right, attack number one. Oof. And attack number two. Um, oh, wait, both that didn't of work at those, all. yeah, both of those, like, it's almost like you're not trying to hurt it. Like you just kind of like bonk it on the head a few tens. times. Yeah. Um, it's pseudopods <laughs> kind of like come up, like deflecting both of your great axe blows as, as you like try to like beat it into submission. And as it's like kind of dodging back and forth, it's massive girth is like continuing to grind those like that bed of mushrooms like into mush like completely wasting them with its like massive size i just want to try one thing really quick mm -hmm. Th that has to be broken <laughs> <laughs> are 
What the hell? It's imp- it can't there you go. All right. There you All go. Right. Okay. You got a 15. All right. Okay. There were other numbers. I was really concerned. Yeah. Once you get the okay, third 10. Like, like, what are these roles? He's just testing when? the roles, you know? I'm just I testing know, to but see. like the, the statistics of four, 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 one, four, yeah. now it's, nine, now it's fine. one. <laughs> I have no idea what was going on there. You know what? I had to, I had to get, I had to, you know, shake off the rust. It's fine. It's fine. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Um, Dub, uh, that's my turn. I'm are... going to stay right here. We are back to you. Yeah. Wait, hold on. Explosion pixie. Yes, oh, yeah, it's the it end off. of your turn. Okay, so this thing is going to make a dex saving throw. One. For an 18. Does that make it save? Um, yeah. I mean, it's fine. <laughs> so it exploded. My pixie explodes. blew up and nothing happened. And the giant <laughs> worm rotating in on itself is unscathed. You just hear it uh, with like glitter. <laughs> like the most pathetic dive bomb in history. <laughs> <laughs> and Dove, we are now back to you. Great. Uh... But how would the... It should have put the hillboard there because it should have been... Yeah, at the bottom of initiative, right? After red, but oh yeah, I don't know about the order. I'm By trying the way, to JP. Think. Question. Yes. Because it came in. Do you not have these little cutie pie avatars animated on your screen? No, is that an option? They're moving on mine, bro. Yeah, they're, yeah. they're oh. moving. Oh. They got like idle so animations. That's why I chose. They're sitting that. there like yeah. this, going. Yeah, oh. my guy's like. If you go to if you go to the cogwheel and go to graphics, you can enable animated graphics, and I think that'll turn it on. They're so oh. good looking. Cool. Do I have to refresh? Mine were just static. I'm so glad <laughs> you mentioned that. Yeah, I thought I was. I thought everyone saw it, and then I was like, maybe just on JP screen. It's it's that and way you, for the stream, and I was like, cool. Look on the actual unison. stream, and I was like, oh, they're not moving. When you toggle them, do they just come on in? Because I I might have to refresh. Let's see. Mine just started right away. I love it. Your character looks the best, JP. Weird. Yeah, mine didn't animate at all. Because you got like a little like gut movement going on. Yeah. It's pretty great. <laughs> I love, yeah, I like oh, the gut movement. I didn't mean to just dis- like to, to derail this. I, no, I you're was right. Like, I wasn't looking, no, I I wasn't looking I on the stream, that. so I didn't see they weren't animated yeah. either. But yeah, they're like, that they were. Yes. Yeah. There you go. For this the listener, the there are little pix there are little Pixar art versions of us, and we we have these kind of idle animations, mainly just going bobbing up and down as we breathe. And <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah, right, cool. Okay. Is it my turn? Um, right, I'm just like trying to because it came in. Yes, I think you get one full turn. Turn because it came in at three, which would be right before red, but that would be on the this coming turn. So I don't know why this is not going here. Oh, there we go. Okay, perfect. Okay, so yes, it is your turn. Cool. Um, Dove, since you sort of have line of sight, um, give me Uh-oh. a perception check. Yeah, that's never good. <laughs> Eight. 
Yeah, you hear like more um, like suctiony sounds, but you're not exactly sure which direction they're coming from. Okay. Well, since I saw uh, Red attack the creature in front of us, uh, I will attack it. You know I'm going to give you a animated token since um, the other one isn't animated. Oh, for the for the, the fairy for for, for Jesse, yeah, yeah, great. Um, <laughs> That's the it's most ridiculous looking. Go. It does look rather ridiculous. Yeah, uh, I will cast uh, dissonant cool. whispers on the one that uh, Red attacked. Okay. At a, if I attack, what does that do at level two? Is it just more damage? Level two, increased by 1d6. Mm -hmm. Sure, I'll cast it at level two. Why not? Okay, so I think they make a wisdom saving throw. Uh, Yes, yeah, wisdom saving throw. All right. Against uh, DC. Ooh, I got a five. Okay, it's fourteen, so it it'll take. The I don't know why um, the they're show there's like some of them that that are showing up in the oh it probably one, but they're not showing up in the overlay. Yeah, Barry's probably not tracking monster stuff. He's watching though, so it'll it'll catch in here soon. Uh, so yeah, I'm gonna roll forty six, and it must use its reaction if available to move as far away as its speed allows from me. Okay, perfect. So it takes. 15 damage. 15 damage. Amazing. Uh, um, Libble, and- since, since you're standing next to me, uh, you see, or rather you hear just like slight whispering uh, and like the magic comes out through my mouth and works its way over to the creature. And then the creature just like immediately starts writhing and, and wriggling around. But you have no idea what was said. Nice. It's going to move immediately use its reaction to uh, sort of like kind of cut this uh, path through the foliage around you and move um, as it does kind of knock. The... Yes, you do. Um, <laughs> yeah. As it does, it kind of like, crushes some of the foliage like underneath its weight and goes swarming towards the refuge of another hollow kind of at the bottom here um revealing to you another one another one what's funny is i see health bars on my screen and y'all can't but i think that's probably okay that's gm mode yeah that's gm mode (laughs) gm mode yeah yeah we see our own health bars on our own players yeah Perfect. Yeah, if you want to actually give me control of the other four characters, then it'll at least pop up on the the oh, overlay. Oh, okay. I won't touch them or anything, but they'll power hungry JP yeah, yeah, yeah. over here. Yeah, interesting. <laughs> give me control. Give me the control. Give me, control. give me control of all the characters. I'm gonna throw Bibble Let down. Let me see all this their shit with. <laughs> um, well, I'm not Palpatine. What the hell? You are <laughs> now Palpatine. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, I see what's happening. It's, um... I'm afraid your destructive pixie will be quite operational. Did that work? It's my turn. That is the best Did that work? Line yeah, yeah, I can right see Blibble. Oh, okay, I'm so this is, I, I see it. Friends. Okay. 
<laughs> that's just um, player permissions. Um, um, yeah, that's just gotcha, HP. Gotcha. Yeah. Because the thing is, is the tokens are um, like tied to the character sheet. So the character sheet permissions have to be updated for you to have control because the tokens are tied to them. Got I could do that after the game. Before yeah, we, yeah, we can do it for next week. Thing. Yeah, that's fine. Yeah. So Forget how Blibble sounds. He's now Palpatine. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, I'm um, afraid my hex would be quite <laughs> operational. <laughs> operational. Um, hey, I'm going to ask this guy a question. A hit? Your turn? Uh, I, that's it's my attack. Oh, that oh, does oh, oh. hit. Yes. Ooh. Go ahead and roll and damage. it does exactly. Wait, do I have to click it on here? Sure. You click. Yeah, Ooh. there you go. Um, nice. 11. Perfect. Yeah, a hearty blow you hew off a chunk of this creature's flesh as it tries to like writhe away from you these strange whispers echoing in its head as it attempts to flee um you've dealt it a grievous wound red you know this or you can kind of like suss this out from its reaction dev would you like to do anything with your bonus action or your movement um no i like the positioning that i'm at i'm i like, I think I just, I'm still standing there, ready for the next uh, round. All right. So, with that, Blibble, it is your turn. Okay. Um. Firstly, Blibble just kind of takes in the scenario, seeing everything where he's at, sees all, see all this crazy shit happening from, from Dove Whispers to uh, seeing um, Red, you know, with this crazy impressive rage. Uh, and mm-hmm. and the positioning of the of the the worm thingies, realized he probably should back up, and he's mm-hmm. going to uh, move just next to Elegy up here, and cast uh, Eldritch Blast on the closest worm that he previously casted Hex on. Perfect. Go ahead and roll to hit. That seems impressive. 19. That hits. <laughs> that seems impressive. <laughs> <laughs> we also have uh, <laughs> it's a 1d6, right? For necrotic. Yeah. Potential click, necrotic. Mm-hmm. Click Eldritch Blast first. Though. Just yeah, click. If you, if you click Hex, I'm it'll sure. auto roll the damage. Got as it. Well. Yeah, like it was doing before. Okay. So then that, that comes with it. Nice. And then. Okay. So Eldritch Blast hits. I got to roll damage for it. Yeah. Yeah. You can mm-hmm. just click where it says Eldritch Blast and it should roll up. Okay. So we got the necrotic. That's cool. Seven. Yes. <laughs> so you see Blibble run run up next to Dove, gives her a quick look, and then you see, you see him forming his hands, um, kind of like, you know, shaping the energy as it starts crackling into formation. And then it is this like slight little ball, and then it grows larger and just goes out on a beam, crackling forth. and Amazing. Yeah, the large worm kind of like lets out a shriek, um, and but like still holds strong. Uh, would you like to do anything with your bonus action? Um, let me see. Let me see. Hold on, hold on. I'm reading. Moving the fairy back to you, Red. <laughs> <laughs> um, 
I will hide. If there's any way to hide here. I don't know if it's a component where I need something to hide behind, but I know I can use that as a bonus action. Oh, yes, because you're a goblin. Um, yeah, yeah, I get that as sure. a bonus action. Wait, really? That's sick. Yeah. Yeah, I believe goblins can take hide as a bonus action. That's kind of, yep. if I remember correctly, I might be completely wrong. Um, I think the have... ability is nimble escape. I'll put it there yeah. for everybody in chat to read and examine for themselves. Um, so yeah, go ahead and give me a stealth check to see if you can find a place to hide here. Beautiful. Damn. I'm so stealthy. 21. 21. Yeah, you're able to find a rotted through log that is perfect blibble size. Perfect. <clears throat> you are sort of blocked from view. Looks at Elgin um, and goes, watch this. Hides <laughs> behind a log. <laughs> slides into like a nasty, rotted through wet log. Elgin, it is your turn. You see Blibble just kind of like duck into this like fallen tree. Um, okay. So, again, they're, everybody's healthy. Everybody's good. Yeah. Shit, I forgot about my agonizing blast. God damn it. <laughs> oh, did you not add uh, your charisma mod? No. Oh, I thought I would auto add it. That's, oh, for damage? Um, mm -hmm. Yeah, I'll go ahead and I'll, I'll give the damage because it should have um, calculated. Okay. Um, should have been mod is two, right? Seven. So it's. Yes, it should be an additional two. So I'll do that now. Perfect. Um, I'll look sheet and see why that's not adding. Yeah, we can figure it out later for, for auto editing, but okay. So the one on the right, I guess, is the one that I can see the most clearly since it's the closest. Um, mm -hmm. And then can I cast guiding bolt as my action? Yes. Yes. Which is that guy. I clicked it. Um, Nothing happened. Yeah, I'm trying to figure out. There it is. Spells. Oh, is it? Uh, Have it. There it goes. Put the description. Yeah, it didn't out show first. up when I clicked it. Oh, weird. There we go. A flash of light streaks towards a creature of your choice. Make a ranged spell attack. On a hit, the target takes 46 radiant damage. And the next. Damn. Attack roll made against this target before the end of your next turn has advantage. Thanks. Okay, perfect. So um, go ahead and make a range spell attack um, on the first page of your sheet. Uh, if you click on the plus four, it should just like roll it. Or if you click on guiding bolt, it might do it too. Click on the plus four on the first page. Oh, on guiding. Um, yeah. Board. I see it. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. There we go. Um, unfortunately, a six does not hit. Um, but I just realized that spell does have 120 feet. So you would be able to hit like just about everything you, you see here because it's like crazy, uh, a crazy uh, range on the that. Range, yeah. Um, Okay. Unfortunately, with the six, like the streak of light goes goes soaring out, and as it does, this worm like kind of ducks underneath it, still reeling from that uh, blow that Blibble dealt, 
and it goes straight over its head into like the dark tunnel beyond. You hit one of its warm babies. (laughs) Great. All right. Then it is this one's turn, I believe. Is that right? This was one, two, I think this one's three. Okay. We're going to say that's true. Um, Dun dun. What is it gonna do? So, 25 feet, but it has some movement. Okay, so this one's going to move here, I think, yeah. Is that the one that I cast Vicious Mockery on? uh, Or sorry, Dissonant Whispers, whispers, yeah. Can it move back Mm -hmm. towards me? Um, yeah, it's not feared. It was just oh, okay. Away. It's, just, it's just in that. Yeah, yeah, okay. Yeah. yeah, I wasn't sure how the spell works. Cool. I'm trying to think because I have it was oh gosh, why did I do that? It was like right here. It's got twenty feet of movement. Um, I'm being strategic. Okay, I think it's gonna move here, and then. It's going to attack in a 15-foot cone, which unfortunately only really gets you, Dove, since you are like the source of, of um, its pain. Sure, it's And off, it's going to inhale. Well, that's not um, good. It attempts to suck in, and as it does, like, and the, the leaves from, like, the forest floor come, like, whipping up into almost, like, this, like, flurry of of like um razor sharp leaves as it as it inhales you notice the area here is actually riddled with bones underneath all of that mulch and 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 that like uh the the falling rotting leaves sort of that have blanketed the floor um targets caught in the area of effect must succeed on a dc12 deck save or be pulled 10 feet in the line towards the hill bore if the target fails the saving throw they're not pulled and only take half damage from the attack as they're buffeted by a barrage of bony shards, like kicked up by this creature's breath. All right, here's your deck save. 15, nice. Ooh, you managed to make the save, so you're not pulled into this creature's maw, and you only take uh, three of that piercing damage as you're buffeted by these bones that are like kicked up from the from the forest floor. Got it. Um, that's its turn. Then it's this hillbore's turn up here. This one, is it in range to, it is, it's just barely in range. Um, well, actually, no, because it doesn't see Blibble, so it'll actually probably go for Elegy, so it'll You're move up. God damn right it doesn't. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they can go on the up. healer with less HP than you, that's, you know. I made nothing happen. (laughs) Yeah, I think it's going to move up to here and then um, it's going to buffet Elegy. Blibble, you'll still be caught in that, but you are in cover, so you'll have advantage on your deck save. Um, And it's going to use its inhale attack for another seven piercing damage. I'm not afraid of no worm breathing. So deck save with advantage. 
Yes, you get advantage. Elegy will be at the normal level. Mm -hmm. 13. For a 13 and a 19, you both make the save. Each of you takes only uh, three piercing damage, and you're not pulled 10 feet towards the creature. Am I still hidden? Yes, you are still hidden. Okay, you kind of like, like yeah. yeah, as like the razor sharp leaves like kind of buffet past you, you do manage to avoid the majority of the damage as you're like kind of hidden in this log. It doesn't know mm -hmm. you're there. You're just kind of like, uh, what is it called? Like, um, collateral damage because it is like targeting elegy and trying to pull elegy into its maw. Right. Um, and then it is Red's turn. Okay, I am going to um, move to here, Whoop. and uh, I made a mistake last time. I don't have two attacks to level five, but my brain just always assumes I'm level five for some You missed reason, both so. of them, so it's yeah, fine. It yeah, it doesn't. <laughs> Red, Red got excited, figured, and he was just... Just figures the rules lawyers out there who are like, Jesse, and just... Yeah. I understand. I made a mistake. All right. One more time with feeling. <laughs> Never mind. All right. Was 12 hit? Um, meets it, beats it. Roll damage. In my Ooh. game, if it meets the AC, it beats the AC. This is also true for oh, players yeah. as well, though. So yeah. I want to let that be known now so I don't get chewed out for it later. Come. <laughs> 12 damage. 12 yeah. damage. Red. The axe comes up, it comes down, and when your work is done, this creature moves no more. It dies. Head separated from body, undulating pseudopods, left sort of crawling thoughtlessly in the dirt for just a few brief seconds before the life leaves this creature completely. Red's eyes glowing as bright as a stoplight. Mm, that's a terrible phrase. Uh, <laughs> turn. <laughs> a new stoplight that was recently like installed. A brand new one, though. <laughs> yeah. Um, turns his attention to this one, and with my bonus action, I want to spawn my little pixie <laughs> down here and end my turn and uh, roll that dexterity. It's such okay, an anime perfect. move. Um, so we're going to go ahead and remove that one. This one's going to roll its decks. Come on. Ooh, get blown up, idiot. <laughs> right, go ahead and roll damage. What is it? 1d6? Oy, that's not a lot. A three's all right. It's more than zero. Yeah. yeah. Damage. I know. imagine explodes in a flurry of like glitter and ice. Yeah. A small amount of damage to this beast before dying. I just see it all in anime now, just like flowers and your eyes going. <laughs> yep. The most anime possible. All right, Dove, you are up. Uh, how far is this uh, creature's 30 feet? All right, I'm going to uh, use one of my bardic inspirations uh, and use Tales from Beyond. So I need to roll on a D12 table, uh, and I'm going to cast mm -hmm. it on uh, this creature down here, uh, so just south of us. 
We'll see what happens. It's a random table, essentially. An eight. With an eight. eight. Well, okay. Uh, <laughs> you see... Dove, uh, I put my hands together and uh, almost as if I'm uh, praying. My eyes close and then open again, and they're pure white. I've been imbued with some sort of power. And the worm in front of us uh, disappears. Just disappears? It just disappears. I'll, it I'll, goes invisible? It goes invisible. What do you mean? It goes invisible. Why'd you make it invisible? I didn't mean to make it invisible. I think you just made it invisible. However. You made it invisible? (laughs) The creature is invisible. Until the end of its next turn or until it hits a creature with an attack. It does not know that it's invisible. We would think. Right? It doesn't doesn't matter though. That it's invisible, but none of you can attack it. Yeah, we can't attack it now. Until the end of its next turn. Uh, but the creature would operate as 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 a as as a you know its baser instincts would tell it to to not unnecessarily <laughs> take advantage of said invisibility. I just want to make sure that that is stipulated. Right. Yes, of course. Good, it's going to go good, for whichever okay. one of you makes the most noise, Max. Right. Also, yeah. <laughs> bronze. Let me know uh, whoever it hits because there's more to the uh, ability. Oh, you son okay. of a bitch. <laughs> okay. Okay. All right. Dev, would you like to do anything with your bonus action? Uh, no, I currently have the, uh, tale of the phantom on my mind. Uh, and so that's what I'm focusing on. (laughs) Got you. Blibble. You are up. You're still hiding. Heroically. Heroically (laughs) hiding. Yes. Heroically hiding. It's smart to hide and make yourself take advantage of your size, your smallness. Um, okay. Uh, let me see. I'm looking real quick here. I know what I wanted to do, but I'm looking real quick. What is the range of that 60 feet? Right. And put sphere. Oof. Um. He should be fine. So I think Blibble is going to cast Shatter oh boy. Uh, towards the <laughs> the closest one. Um, mm-hmm. And I think Dove should be out of range if I'm looking at it right because it's a 10 foot sphere. So yeah, he should be all right. A 10 foot sphere centered on you or on the target? Because if it's on the target, on the tar- yes, everyone's clear. See, yeah, it should it should be on the target. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Each yeah, everyone's creature in a ten foot fit, including yeah, you, just point. barely, <laughs> including me. Mm-hmm. I, was, I was gonna say, yeah, <laughs> it's about ten feet from you, so you are you are clear. Just barely, though, we're good. Just barely, yeah. Just makes it all that much more impressive. I know the range of my abilities. <laughs> you know what I'm saying. All right, so uh, I cast shatter on that, and and a ten foot sphere right on the worm. I'm not fucking around, just trying to kill it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And the creature will uh, take 3d10 thunder damage on a failed save or half as much damage on a successful one. Okay. And what save does it need to roll? Hold, please. It's a constitution saving throw. Now, this might get a little little lawyery retconny. <laughs> but with Hex, 
Uh-huh. It says the target has disadvantage on ability checks made with a chosen ability. That never happened. Mm-hmm. I'm okay if we don't use that because mm-hmm. I didn't, you know. Uh, you know, but it would be very even, important right now, obviously, if I, you know. Yeah. Um, and this is something that actually came up in some fall cycle a lot. So I'm sure Jesse remembers, but uh, ability checks are actually not the same as saving throws. Oh. So you could yeah, say like, um, yeah, like a, like a strength skill check or a deck skill check. But right. It's, okay. It's so then it's moot. It doesn't matter. Save. So, okay. Let's well, just so, do the thing. So it's just I a will. flat constitution save. Yep. Constitution saving throw. 20. <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> Still does damage. What a though, waste right? of shatter. It's a dirty 20, not a nat 20. It's a dirty 20. Okay. So, wait, just a giant explosion? So, it's half occurs? as much. Yeah. yeah, it's half as oh, much. Oh, it still takes half. Then. It still takes half. It'll still yeah, take half. So go yeah. ahead and, and this is and being cast damage. at level two, then, right? Yeah. Yes. Mm-hmm. Cool. All right, here we go. Fuck. Nice. So for four <laughs> thunder thunder damage, yes. So it looks really impressive. It's so loud. You just see, yeah, you see Blubble pop up, take some focus, and he, he kind of does this this magical whirling with his hands and then just mm-hmm. fucking claps forward like this at it. And simultaneously there is this this the, the loud ringing and painful noise just erupts from the center of this uh this point on the worm but it's not mm-hmm. that impressive with the damage you wouldn't know it though it looks really impressive it's probably i mean it's loud as shit. loud as shit yeah, yeah. yeah. So it echoes throughout the forest maybe some yeah. birds go <laughs> this <laughs> this area distance. you're in almost forms like a natural amphitheater and it echoes and echoes and echoes and echoes but you wonder as you see this creature barely phased if it even has ears or if it instead detects people through like vibrations in the ground or tremors is it doesn't seem to really be as affected by like this this thunder attack to be clear i'm not saying it's resistant thunder damage i'm just trying to say that it didn't take that much damage yeah as as this happens and uh Mm -hmm. blibble can can blibble see that it's maybe not taking a whole lot of damage it doesn't look super phased right no all right blibble looks he's just fucking pissed he's like She's like more than that. He gets angry. Is this? It's safe to say that this is a larger creature than Blibble. Yes. Yes. He gets pissed, and with that, he uses Fury of the Small. Yeah. (laughs) Which will cause an attack or spell to deal extra damage to the creature. The extra damage equals your level. Perfect. So an extra three. Yeah. Give me an insight check. No. Okay. <laughs> Shit. Okay. Yeah. You can't um, ascertain like how much damage you've done to this creature. If you had made the inside check, I would reveal the health bar, uh, sort of right. monster hunter style. Um, sure. Yeah. It's it's doing a good job, like hiding from you its energy level and concealing whatever like weakness or illness it might be feeling. Um, instead, it like kind of undulates like its pseudopods towards you and like shrieks all of these like sort of appendages going kind of straight for a moment before going back to their like lack sort of position, almost like answering your shatter with the shatter of its own. You've mm-hmm. upset it. Elegy, it is your turn. Would I be able to hide at the end of that? Um, 
I think, yes, you still have your bonus action because I don't think Fury of the Small no, just, uses your bonus action. No, it doesn't say anything about that. It just says it's a one-time use and you, mm -hmm. uh, yeah. Yes, There's you may attempt about. to hide. Go ahead and roll another stealth check. Beautiful. Hide heroically. Beautiful. A 16, not bad. Um, what's up, Max? Uh, no, the last thing I was going to check. Um, if hex can be applied to that? Yeah, I don't know if that applies to... It doesn't specify for just Eldritch, right? Um, For hex, it specifies you have to like hit with a, a spell attack instead of a save. So like Fury of the Small um, applies to anything because it's an attack or a spell. But for, um, for hex, it has to be like a an actual like spell attack versus so would that have gone towards shatter then because i don't think we did it for shatter um let me see not much damage but you know we try and additional d6 yeah. that's right yeah i'm looking up does hex work with spells um so i'm reading uh yes it does have to be an attack though meaning an attack roll save spells don't do extra damage Okay. Yeah, because it specifies whenever you hit it with an attack. Uh, so that would be like range spell attacks or um, normal attacks. So you have to roll to hit. Basically, anything you can roll to hit on, the hex will work on. Okay. <clears throat> All right, Elegy, you are up. Um... So for Goodberry, which I used earlier, um, mm -hmm. I have to use my action to eat one of the berries, right? No, I consider this like a, a minor action. Like popping one in your mouth wouldn't be something that's like very difficult to do. Right. Okay. Um, okay. Well, I'm going to eat one of the berries, which restores one HP. Can I mm -hmm. also then, since I'm right next to uh, Libble, can I hand him one as well? Of course, yeah. I think you would force feed him. You know, I think he deserves it. <laughs> um, so you can eat that on the next turn, and it'll restore one HP. Um, and I'm gonna try. I'm gonna try guiding bolt again. Okay. Um, Go ahead and roll to hit. I can't. I don't know why this one doesn't work. When I click it, it doesn't do anything. Are you clicking it um, on your on the first character sheet or on the second on the spells page? On the spell one. Go to your. Is this one it? Go to core and try to click it in the center of the screen where it says attacks and spellcasting. Okay, it took a while and it went. Oh, through. oh, it might just be lagged. Yeah. Oh yeah, it might just be slow. Um, unfortunately, a nine doesn't hit your guiding bolt. Um, kind it's of like useless. <laughs> <laughs> hey, when it hits, though, God. it'll be big damage. When it hits, it's amazing. <laughs> yeah. yeah. The guiding bolt, um, like, strikes against the hide of this creature and is, like, kind of turned aside by its strange, velvety kind of um, uh, carapace, I guess. Okay. Um, also, a question. The cantrips, that mm -hmm. they if they say casting time one action, that'll be, like, an action in combat, right? If we're out of yes. combat, I can mm -hmm. just use it whenever, but... When we're in yeah. combat, it's the action. Okay, cool. Mm -hmm. Okay. It is now uh, <laughs> the invisible creature's turn. Uh-huh. 
Um, I'm gonna roll a d six, and I'm gonna. As far go as the in. worm is concerned, it is a normal worm. It has no invisibility. <laughs> it's evens. Okay, so your sprite goes back to you, and then move to the GM layer. This goes here. All right. Where? Is going to attack now. Dove. Okay. I'm going to argue that I get advantage on this because it's invisible and you have no clue. I would agree with that. Yeah. yeah. Okay. I'm going to try and save you, though. Even though it's invisible, JP, wouldn't it stand to reason that you would notice if it's destroying the ground or not headed your way? Isn't it true that though a creature invisible still interacts with the brush of the, the forest? Can I can I make a I perception check? I'm willing to hear check? the argument. Make the perception I... check. Okay. To negate it, seventeen advantage. Okay, I'm not rolling with advantage. Thank. The I'm going to just roll a flat one. Great. That's fair. That's fair. Yeah. No further questions, Your Honor. Ooh, <laughs> well, it wouldn't have mattered. He still rolled incredibly well. <laughs> Wow. My first nat 20 of the game. Oh, that's not nat. That's D20 plus five. Why is it green? Why is oh, it green? I was looking on the stream and it's like oh, bright oh, green. For some, yeah. I, <laughs> so just, oh, yeah. Ignore the stream. It's a dirty 20. Yeah, it's a dirty, dirty 20. 20. All right. Okay. Not a crit. That's not the best crit. kind of 20. Not a crit. Then I'm not going to press the special button for the make yeah. the lights do something. This Never mind. <laughs> giant, uh, like, sort of monstrosity, like, um, slams against you it like enveloping you um bludgeoning you with its like strange um like barbed like appendages and also beginning the process of digesting you with its acid mm. dealing three bludgeoning and one acid damage great can you also mm. roll a d6 mm -hmm. oh boy well, that's real messed up. Six. Great. So I take six necrotic damage and I'm frightened. You do? <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> what did you do? So I take 10 damage and I'm frightened. I'm down oh, five. no. Um, that did more damage than the initial attack. It did, yeah. Okay. So you basically, yourself. I did. Since you are frightened. Um, you have disadvantage on ability checks and attack rolls while this creature is within your line of sight, and you can't willingly move closer to this creature. Um, so yeah, the way this happens is like it goes invisible, and when it comes back, it's just all around you, Dove, and it's almost Great. like whispering with your own dissonant whispers that you used earlier reminding you of like your own worst nightmares and fears and all you can think of the only thought in your mind is getting as far away from this as possible okay all right um it is now gonna be this one's turn um where Okay, here we go. Uh, it's going to move towards you, Elegy, since you are the only thing within range of it. And it's, be going, it's going to do um, what you would recognize, especially being like accustomed to nature. What is a death throw? 
uh, aka like expending all of its energy in one last attempt to like sort of um, save itself. Now, the downside of this is also going to hurt itself a little bit, but it's going to make three attacks to attempt to hurt you. Um, there's Wait. one, there's two, and there's three. Jesus! <laughs> What's your AC? Those all hit. 11. <laughs> so 19, a 14, and a 14. Well, hey, right. good news. You have all those berries. <laughs> that is true. I He's mean, look, if you go down, we'll just force feed you a berry, and then you're good yeah, to we'll go. Yeah, we'll feed you your own berries. Oh, my God. The rolls are crazy oh my right now. No God! Okay, so it's going to deal three bludgeoning and seven acid damage on the first attack. You're going to go and down. Then I mean, you're definitely down. Going, right? Yeah, that's... Yeah, I don't yeah. even think you need to say anything. You're just down. You don't need to do the math. Damage. That's fine. <laughs> Unless Describing this was negative, do I, need to be, do I need to be going negative into my HP right now? Do you die on the um, second hit? I think, How yeah. Do you, do you die on your second hit? I only had 14. Okay, so Start. it was... So, I rolled I 15, incredibly well sorry. on this. So then it was so, five after the first one, and then, mm -hmm. so yeah, the second one, that's it. Okay. So, um, so she would have two. The third attack doesn't put you in negative of your total HP, though. Mm. So you won't take an immediate death save, I don't think. Because what's your total hit points? 17. 17. And you only went negative nine. Okay, so you're fine. You're not, if you had gone negative 17, you're then fine. like, yeah. <laughs> so you're knocked oh, down. Um, and this creature ends its death throw exhausted. Um, and at this juncture, I think. Something about taking damage to itself? Yes, yes, yes. Um, and it is exhausted. Or, well, not the condition exhausted. It is like spent. You see that, like, in its flailing, it damaged itself quite a bit and is, like, laying there, kind of, like, very faintly quivering, still alive, but greatly damaged. Um, you would notice, Blibble, I guess, from observing that this tends to be what these creatures do when they are below a certain threshold of, like, health, and it is, like, their mm. last uh, sort of fight. Their, like, their, their flight or fright kicks in a little bit there. Mm -hmm. Um, so in its own thrashing, it damaged itself as much as it damaged Elegy. Right. Um, no death saves were made? Not yet. They won't be made until Elegy's turn. Got it. Yeah, the reason we're cal calculating negative health is if you take, um, yeah, health, yeah. that's, yeah, negative It automatically does like, negative, yeah, failed death die, saves. which would be yeah. horrible. <laughs> All right. Red, it is your turn. All right. Uh, Red sees a companion take a beating and <laughs> Two uh, companions. continues. Yeah, one of them drops to the ground. The other's. Well, uh, I'll yeah. focus on the drops to the ground one. Um, <laughs> and uh, in continuing anime fashion, does that anime thing where they're like, here, and then they're like, here's a. Right? Uh, because he's raging and zips in like a flash right to here. Okay. And I would like to attempt to finish this guy off who is uh, right in front of me. And I will not do so. 
Roll the oh, these cool. rolls. But wait, rolled but wait there's more. I swing and I guess miss, but hey, you know what else? Mm -hmm. A little tiny friend <laughs> appears yes. right yes. here. What's that explosion range? Uh, appears right here. Okay. And uh, we'll attempt to explode on this guy with a dex save, please. Um, I was going to say... Not to not to backseat, but Red, you haven't used your reckless attack. Sure. Um, I don't know if you would, but I know you were saying you go over there in anime fashion. So I was curious, like, if you think like he would begin recklessly attacking, seeing that his friends are in danger. I don't think he's a reckless boy. Okay, that's fair. That's <laughs> he's fair. not reckless. He's just raging. He doesn't. Uh... Not the bonds uh, aren't strong enough yet with that uh, allergy. The you bonds know what I mean? aren't yeah, strong like, enough. If, if we were plant. like at a who uh, failed save moment, then I might get a little reckless. Okay, yes, perhaps okay. this is just like if she had more chlorophyll uh, about herself and less yeah, of an avian maybe variety. Would, yeah, if you were a little less bird, a little more plant, I might care more. Uh, um, it makes the yeah, deck save of just, five. So the five exploded mm -hmm. on stupid idiot. <laughs> R D six. It's a six, right? Yeah, sure. Do More. the uh, do the pixies let out a death shrill as they explode? No, it's all it's like a glitter and 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 sparkles and like little tiny snowflakes. Oh, when they okay. explode, it's like it's beautiful. Okay, hmm. but deadly. But four damage <laughs> deadly. <laughs> Got it. All right. Dove, it is your turn. Um, all right. So I will you cast. Any other great magic, Dove? <laughs> I understand a little bit more this round. So I, uh, for, for, I was going to discuss this in the post show, but full disclosure, mm -hmm. uh, I roll and then decide who it's cast on. I don't decide who it's cast on and then roll. So uh, I just let that play out because that was my mess up. Mm -hmm. But yeah. Mm -hmm. Okay. Um, I will. Let me just make sure. Also, it's a bonus action. So I'm going to I'm going to do it again, but I'm going to do it at the end of the round. Um, okay. I'm going to cast uh, Dissonant Whispers again on the creature uh, right in front of me, uh, just south of me. Mm -hmm. uh, I'll do it at level two. That's a wisdom save again. Uh yes, it's a wisdom save. DC fourteen, nice. He doesn't get it. Barely fails. Yep. Takes seventeen damage. Seventeen nice. damage. Oh, that was. Wait, 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 wait. Which one did you cast this on? The one south of me. Gotcha. Furthest away from Mill. Okay, there we go. And then I accidentally did minus 177 instead of minus 17. <laughs> 17 is a lot of damage. Oh my gosh. And it's going to immediately move its reaction, yep. use its reaction to move away from you. Yep. Um, go ahead and make a op attack. Oh, nice. And, uh, yeah, 20 feet. Okay, so it can kind of go back 11? to 11. I think that's a miss. That is a miss. 
All right. And then... Uh, it's actually a really smart move because when you're frightened, you have disadvantage on ability attacks and attack rolls, but like not saving throws. So like, <laughs> that was perfect. And then uh, I go invisible. You go invisible. Yeah. Yeah, I'm going to cast Okay. <laughs> I will go invisible and uh, I can still move 30 feet. Mm-hmm. So I'll go invisible and then uh, go here. Here, you feel like uh, you feel the wind kind of rush by you, Blibble, uh, but you're not really sure what. And then uh, I move behind Elegy. That's my turn. Perfect. Blibble, it is your turn. Okay, Blibble's going to, seeing Elegy, or is not, oh yeah, seeing Elegy go down, uh, gets infuriated and notices the beast is just about spent it looks like so wants to finish it off mm-hmm. to remove uh any potential further attacks from it um gonna throw an eldritch blast with a little sprinkle of agonizing blast on mm. top mm-hmm. um, let me do that mm-hmm. and 23 that definitely hits For six force damage with your charisma mod, that is eight, I believe. The creature dies even before your hex goes off. I'm rolling hex anyways because fuck that thing. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) For an extra three necrotic damage, um, your Eldritch Blast pierces through this thing in a super anime fashion. Like you see like a bright light cut through it and then it like just falls dead. And I would stabilize, but that's a full action, not a bonus action, correct? Uh, same being really nice day. You do have a good berry. Yeah, I, that's what I'm going to use if you don't, Max. So you could yeah. like... Good berry's give, bonus action. You could use your bonus action to give LG I will use my bonus. Berry. Yeah, I will use my bonus action immediately once I've determined uh, that the, the, the beast is slain. We'll crouch mm-hmm. down and, and grab the good berry and, and force feed it. <laughs> Take the beak. Elegy. <laughs> It is your okay. turn. You pop up with exactly one hit point <laughs> from the good berry being put in your mouth. Oh, thank God. You're alive. Shit, that looked terrible. Uh, okay. I'm, like, panting and, like, obviously, basically, you know, on death's, death's doorstep. Um, can I use cure wounds on myself? Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's touch. So, um, so that is here. Cast at what level? Level one, I guess. Is that just my? Oh, uh, whichever slot? one you choose. Yeah, whatever spell slot you want to use. Okay. Um, I'm gonna do the level two actually. Because I have two level two spell slots still. Solid. If I'm understanding this UI correctly. Um, so it's plus my spell casting ability modifier, right? Mm-hmm. So that's the wisdom. So that's yeah, that's your wisdom. So two. yeah, you gain a total of seven hit points. Cool. So I'm at eight. Hooray. Eight. Yay. <laughs> Um, and then 
That was my action. Yeah. I still have a bonus action. Mm hmm. Okay. Um, I'm just trying to look at what options that I have that are bonus actions versus just full actions. Yeah. Um, I don't think. I don't really think I have a lot of things that are like bonus actions. They're mostly full actions. Mm, uh, healing word is a bonus action. And you can do, oh, but you can do one yep. leveled spell and one cantrip. So I think like that would be the, that would be the, um, the reason you wouldn't be able to do that. Okay. Yeah. And, the only one, I mean, guidance, but that's a that's an action, not a bonus action. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, all right, I don't really perfect. Do anything else, so, elegy manages to heal themselves using that ability that has served them, usually in helping other people, but at this time, helping themselves. Um, and you notice that, like this time, when she stands up, she's a little less on death's door and looks a little <laughs> bit more like herself. Although the feathers are probably still a little ruffled. One last undulating worm creature remains. Um, Red, you are the closest to it. Let's see. And okay, it is outside of the 15 feet. So it's going to move here and it's going to actually, it's below half its hit points too. So it is going to do its death thrash. And it has the movement to get to you. So it's going to roll three times, dealing some damage to itself, but hopefully more damage to you. Nah, 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 nah. Nah, this ain't no thing. One, two, failure, failure. three. Failure time. Failure time in Cool Kid Town. <laughs> it thrashes against Jesus. your shell. Um, just a second. But it's still going to deal damage to itself that is like the kind of downside of this stupid stupid idiot no what a dummy way. okay what so a dumb worm that's an eight undulate this you know what i'm saying oh my god it kills even half okay so it dies <laughs> Yeah. Kind Kills of itself. senselessly nice. crashing itself against your shell as it does so. And you exit combat. Yeah, Red is like the proud. He looks so proud for having done so little. And his eyes slowly turn back to his normal color instead of red. Hmm. You all gain 900 XP for each hill. 900? For each one dead? Which means you level. Nice. Woo! All of us? Quick levels. Yes. 2,700 to level to level four. You all level up to level four. Fantastic. Your all experience. I had to do is die. <laughs> <laughs> Your experience defeating these strange creatures as well as the adventures of the day make you feel more like you understand how the world works how people work 
and maybe even how animals work. Yeah, um, I, I everyone learned. Everyone give me. We learned a lot, you know. And if you don't heal people, you'll die yourself. I learned that you can fuck yourself over really well. <laughs> Red learned the power of anime and. Yeah. Blibble just I learned logs are really good to hide in. Yeah, you learned so to hide. Damage. Yeah. You all Man, I did damage like too. All right, come on now. Very important life skills. Um, give me, everyone give me like nature or investigation checks depending on like wh- what you're doing now that the dust has sort of settled. Okay. Well, I think I just like pop back into not being invisible behind uh, Elegy and <laughs> Blibble. Yeah, I think uh, initially Blibbles was just like, holy shit. The fuck with all that? <laughs> and make sure that Elegy's okay, inspecting, you know, and then just starts in investigating the rest of the area, just surveying the, the scene now that the dust is settled. Perfect. Um, With a 17 and a 19, Dove and Red, you're able to, like, look at the remains of these creatures a little bit closer. And... Using your knowledge of nature, you actually recognize um, what these strange burrowing entities are. Hillbores are rather useful critters despite their horrifying appearance. Their population tends to surge in winter months, um, and then it kind of thins out in summer when they go into hibernation. In winter, they actually help with the process of decomposition during the icier months, by devouring all sorts of remains on the forest floor and creating like these complex structures while they bore through the undersoil in their wake. Um, They tend to leave behind these like strange kind of bony droppings or secretions from like all of this like dead decaying uh, bone mass that they, that they, that they kind of devour. And these, they kind of create these underground like hive networks reinforced by these strange secretions that um, I guess with a 19 dove, you would have this extra information that actually helps in reinforcing riverbank health as well as like um, helping like really old growth trees have like really extensive, really healthy root networks because they aerate the kind of like undersoil. Mm. They're not normally this, um, this hostile to people. They tend instead to feed on dead matter. With the 21 elegy, um, looking around, and I guess Blibble, you will know, you will get half this information. Blibble, you immediately clock that the material, if you were to like uh, sort of harvest some of the material from these creatures, it could probably be, be sold, especially the hides, for a pretty penny back in town or to a hide trader. Elegy mm-hmm. with that 21, you gain a little bit of extra knowledge. As you're kind of picking around around the burrows, you notice that the burrows have been artificially blocked from the back, kind of forcing the hillbores to be trapped in this one little sort of like an- like natural amphitheater, this grove that you're in, uh, potentially why they got confused and started attacking living people. It looks like someone has trapped them in this gully, leading to their becoming more violent as they were sort of starving out. Um, and the yeah, the, the entrances have been like dammed with like logs kind of crossing over each other. Oh, so the like holes that we can see on the map, they can't go back into the hole because it's blocked. No, yeah, saying? it's been blocked okay. on the inside. Yeah. Okay, they so were they the were victims like, all along. 
<laughs> if I turn back, uh, are the two gentlemen that we met still standing there next to all of our stuff? With Marin. Um, when you turn back, you notice. Actually, let's roll to see how well she did. Oh boy, Marin is dead. <laughs> oh, nine. Uh, you notice, um, Marin is exhausted. She's sitting on the ground, and she has like a black eye, <laughs> and she's missing some of her belongings. Um, but she's really proud of the fact she managed to keep the cart and share that. And she says to oh. you all as you come back, I tried my best. They jumped me. What the fuck? They attacked you? Yeah, they tried to make off with our cart. Which way did they go? I don't know. They punched me in the eye, Blibble. And they took one of my maps. Those things are worth money. Those pieces of shit. <sighs> Little looks to see if but he can get an indication of where I they went. I saved Shirsa. She like puts her hands on the giant woolly beast. You did good, Mary. Are you, are you hurt? Do you need help? Like, does she need healing? Yeah, she has um, about 12 of her hit points left. Normally she hovers at about 20. So they did rough her up pretty good. Can I heal her somehow? Yeah, of course. But yeah, you can use a cantrip to heal her as well. Uh, I don't have a healing cantrip. Um, I have guidance. No, you don't. Yeah. yeah. Um, yeah, if you wanted to use... I mean, spell, I still have the could... berries. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You could give her a couple of berries, too. <laughs> okay. So in Goodberry, it says up to 10 when you do the thing, mm -hmm. but it doesn't say to roll for it or anything like that. So I don't know how many. Yeah, I, I think you get 10 by default. So you would have eight just left. 10. Okay. Mm -hmm. Okay. Um, I, let's see. I like walk up to her and I have the berries in my hand. Here, eat some of these. They will make you feel better. Um, I'm going to give her four of them, I guess. And keep okay. four. Those jackasses. <laughs> did they at least fix the cart? They did, because they were intending to steal it. Uh, now, question. How, did, how would we be able to determine how they stole? Did they walk off with the cart? No, that we saw the We still have it. Yeah. We still have they the cart. They mugged yeah. her. Yeah. And yeah. took her stuff, and then they left. So they didn't actually take anything of value, is what you're saying. They took her map. Wow. One of her. I maps. stand by what I said. <laughs> you're so mean. Hold on. Did they steal yeah. any plants? Um, <laughs> no. Thankfully, uh, you know, someone stayed with the cart. I was actually thinking about this one, like, um, like uh, Elegy failed her role to convince Marin to come with you all. Um, it was actually like kind of a good thing because Marin stayed behind with the cart, so they weren't able Smart. to take it. It seems like maybe yeah. that would have like been their plan as while well. you were all distracted to make off with this, um, so they don't have to continue on foot. 
the unfortunate downside of the failed role is that uh, Marin was too much trouble for them to bother with, as is such the cowardly, sort of lazy nature of these two uh, ruffians. Um, so they robbed her instead and left. <laughs> okay. Tragic. We got their names, yeah. though. I don't know. Or at least the names they gave us. Yeah. Gregorian yeah. and Jeremy. Yeah. You all settle down, I guess, like near your cart or by your cart. Um, it's late afternoon now, and the sun is actually beginning to shine through the clouds just a little bit, kind of partly obfuscated, uh, sending like these gorgeous sunbeams down to the forest floor. They feel warm on your tired, somewhat broken bodies. Um, but you feel wiser for this experience, and this is where we will call it for today's session with our group having successfully completed their first combat. Yes, Red. Uh, point of order. Mm-hmm. Was there any loot on these corpses? Yeah, that was going to be yes, my next. Blibble, yeah, Blibble did notice that there was like useful hide, reagents yeah. to be had. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Blibble also, in the, I don't know if I need to roll anything, but Blibble would also, recognizing that the hides and whatnot from these creatures is valuable, just take mm-hmm. a dagger and start, you know. Yeah, of course. Yeah, that. you don't need to roll for yeah such a mundane action. Sure, they were like to, silk. Yeah. Yes, I mean, they're like valuable. velvety soft. So you are oh, able to obtain, go ahead and roll me 2d4. Wait, me? Red is completely fine with Blibble skinning these creatures? They're dead. Dude. And they're dicks. It'd be a waste Not if you didn't. Okay, good. Yeah, it'd okay. be a waste. I'm just, I'm just If anything, I'm just I appreciate the fact that he's skinning them. He's Otherwise, they just rot and be useless. Sure, sure, sure. Well, they make more mushrooms, you know. So would it be slash R yeah, space 2 will make the mushrooms. The skin, that's, sure. you know. Yeah. Yeah, so I'm perfect. So you obtain five perfect hides Damn. from your, yeah. like, you know, kind of stretching and skinning. Beautiful. It's actually that my... the, the only person that slashed them was uh, Red, right? Like everything else was magic damage for me. And, yeah. Yeah. Okay. That sounds mm-hmm. right. Yeah. Great. Cool. All right. Shout out time. Yeah, yeah. that's it. <laughs> cool. Let's go around here. Uh, after you're done with your shout outs, toss to the next person. Jesse, we'll start with you. Toss down. Me? Toss that way. Bronze goes that way. Jesse goes up. Let's see if we can do it. Jesse, some shout outs. Hi, everyone. Thanks for uh, another great episode. It was super fun to get to fight, and I love our little avatars. They're amazing looking. Um, And thank you to everyone who is over on the Discord talking about the show and everyone in the various chats. Thank you for being a part of this. And thank you, VOD viewers. Even though you weren't here with us live, know that, uh, you know, it's all right. We wish you were here with us live, but, like, it's fine. I guess you would, whatever. And, uh, hey, that's uh, that's it for us. Thanks so much. You can find me everywhere on the Internet, but not this week because uh, it's Thanksgiving here in the States. So I, like most people, will be mandatory parent time. It's going to be fun. Jesse, toss it to the next person. Awesome. Next up is the next person. <laughs> you didn't listen to a single thing. You just you were, you were in red land. I was right busy there. worrying about the loot. I'm sorry. 
Fair enough. Hey, we're going to go record a post show for this uh, with me and the cast. Bronze sits that out so we can uh, discuss the DMs, potentials of what we're doing story-wise and all that. But the rest of the cast and crew will be there. We'll probably also level up to four as well during the post show. Uh, so that's over at patreon.com slash last call for adventure. We'll get that published later today. The VOD will be up for the public tomorrow at uh, 1 p.m. Eastern and for everyone else over at Patreon, it'll be up a little bit later today. Uh, I'll be back tomorrow. We're finishing up God of War, kind of carrying that on until uh, next week-ish. And then December starts and there's a whole bunch of games coming out on the second that we're all going to partake in. So that's what I got going on. There's a whole bunch of other stuff. You can follow my Twitter and I'll tweet all that stuff out. Next up, we got Bronze. Bronze, what's going on with you? Hi, hello. I am going to be at PAX Unplugged next weekend. I am DMing uh, the Dragonlance reveal event with Wizards. You can check that out on my channel at twitch.tv slash thatbronzegirl or twitch.tv slash PAX. I'm also going to be in the Acquisitions Incorporated game on Saturday. And we have a panel for my ongoing weekly game, Shakar, on Sunday with a meet and greet after. So if you're out unplugged, plenty of opportunities to um, meet me and the rest of the crew, Shakar. Uh, that's Xander, Gabe, Lord Balvin, and Persephone Valentine. Um, this week, I'm kind of working on Dark Tide. I want to beat God of War, but I'm like, Dark Tide's got me in a freaking headlock. So I'm doing my best to pull myself out of that. And you might see some painting streams because I'm trying to finish my kill team, my Tau kill team, before I fly out to Philadelphia so I can challenge Jerry a uh, good friend of, of the channel to, um, you know, a, a fight uh, in person. But that's me, that bronze girl everywhere. Thank you so much for your support on Patreon and all your wonderful comments in Discord. I love reading your uh, in-game commentary. It's like my favorite thing. Take it away, Mac. Hi, that's me. That's whenever you're, you know, third or fourth in line, everybody's already said all the things. But thank you again for, for watching. I hope you enjoyed <laughs> Copy and paste what they said. Uh, I've been really, really enjoying just being back in D&D, &D, and it's been so much fun playing Blue Bowl. I hope you guys have been enjoying it as well. First combat. Always fun. Always exciting. The first of, of any uh, you know new campaign. I think we did okay. You know, We'll talk more about it in the post show. Let's just say the post show is going to be delicious. So uh, feel free. Are you going to talk shit about me? <laughs> I, I'm just, I, I don't know. What you're, I've just said it's going to be delicious. Um, yeah, again, uh, check it out on the Patreon. Uh, it's one of the perks, I guess, of, uh, being, um, what, what tier is that? Cell sword 10, $10 tier up. Sick. Yeah. Uh, so we're going to go do that. And then, uh, yeah, I'm excited for next week already. Um, yeah. Thank you guys for watching. I'm on here as gassy Mexican stream pretty much every day around like eight, eight thirty PM central might do an earlier stream today. Don't know. Just keep an eye on my stuff. If you're interested in watching me, that's it up next is. And hello everyone thank you for watching um i had a good time i you know everybody laughed when i was like i'm gonna come into combat with my berries but it saved my life so uh, <laughs> that's true so, some freaking good berries um i'm having a great time glad that we all survived our combat and uh thank you again as as max said it's hard to you know i'm just repeating what everyone else has said but we really really appreciate you being here uh appreciate you watching the stream um, those of you who probably happened by, uh, since I was on the front page today, thank you for watching. I hope you all enjoyed and will join us next week, same time, same place to continue on this adventure. Um, I'm not going to be streaming today, but I will be on tomorrow. I actually just finished God of War, which was fantastic. So I'm not sure what I'm going to be playing next, but, um, I will be on tomorrow. So see you then.
Awesome stuff. And I, there's no one for me to throw it to. That's it. That's, that's right. You throw it back. Throw it back to bronze. Yep. I didn't give you that information, so that's my bad. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you so much for joining us. Make sure you check us out at lastcallforadventure.com. Tell your friends. Tell your mom. Have a wonderful Thanksgiving. We will see you next Wednesday at 10 a.m. Pacific Standard Time. Bye.